HQ. We're all locked and loaded now. With the latest news. Stand by for a start. Form analysis and markets. Plus interviews with the key jockeys and trainers on today's thoroughbred racing. And the gates are back. Racing HQ. On Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. In association with Racing New South Wales. And the Australian Turf Club. This is Racing HQ. And a very good morning to you. Welcome to Racing HQ. Great to have your company on San Domenico Stakes Day, up and coming Stakes Day. Away we go, it is race day as the Sydney Autumn Carnival rolls on. Great to have you with us, wherever you might be listening. Uh, of course, the wireless might be a, your obvious way to go. Download the tab app, Sky Thoroughbred Central and Sky Racing One. Great day of racing ahead of us at Rose Hill Gardens. We'll get the track conditions shortly, bit of rain around Sydney uh, over the past 48 hours. We took the edge off, off that track. We were racing around. We're going to be a, uh, we might have been in the heavy range even, but we're not. It's Rose Hill Gardens, and we're looking forward to a great day of racing. Caulfield Group 1 Racing is back for the Memsey Stakes meeting. Uh, we'll have Mark Hunter, and my rundown says Dean Lester is back on deck to uh, have a chat with us and talk about all of those good horses there at Caulfield today. Um, of course, we'll do, go around the grounds with the track shortly. Uh, Brody Nixon with his trial horses that he's found that he thinks he should stick with for the day. Couple of interviews, a highway interview. Cassandra Stummer will join us. Rebels Edge, uh, Cassandra has in the highway uh, in the first race of the day. Adam Duggan has a great chance in the midway as well. So we'll, we'll check in with Adam also before seven o'clock. Brett Devine, uh, he'll talk to us all things ATC. After seven o'clock, Ron Duffercy, um, he'll jump into the chair and Duff has a pretty handy guest list here. Let me go through them. Hugh Bowman, Kerry Parker, Adrian Bott, Joe Pride, Paul Snowden, Chris Waller. If there aren't a winner or two amongst uh, that, group of trainers this morning. We can't help you too much more, I wouldn't have thought. So big thanks to all of those guys who are, are coming on to tell us about their runners for the day. Brad Gray, Glenn Munsey have done the Sydney form and they'll join Duff after eight o'clock. We'll go right through all um, all the form. And, uh, and then of course after nine o'clock it's the Melbourne form, Queensland form with Michael Maxworthy and Wayne Harris has done the Kemmler form. Behind the gates, if you want to get involved in our multi today, we're going for three weeks straight. Surely couldn't happen uh, but we'll have a crack at the behind the gates multi again from ten o'clock. A nice way if, you can, if you're out and about and you can't watch the races all day long, uh, jump into our multi and uh, hopefully uh, an interest for you right throughout the day. We're going for three weeks straight. You know what happens this week, we get bundled out in the first leg. Nothing surer. Let's look towards Rose Hill Gardens for San Domenico Stakes Day, up and coming Stakes Day. It's a really good meeting right across the board. And Sean Patterson is track manager. He joins us this morning. Good morning to you, Sean. Good morning. Uh, Rose Hill Gardens, I think, you know, viewers were watching the radar yesterday, seeing where this rain might have been going. Can you tell us what's happened at Rose Hill Gardens in the last 48 hours? Yeah, look, the forecast for yesterday was just maybe about half a mil. Uh, Fortunately, we got a little bit more. We got 2.3 mil in the last 24 hours, which takes our total 16.8 in the last seven days. What rating do you got for today, Sean? Yeah, look, we're a soft five. Uh, the penna came out at 5.30. Uh, yesterday afternoon, we will kind of played in whether it was between a four and a five. We'll just sit in on the border. Uh, this little bit of rain just kind of put it back into the genuine soft range. So um, it's still great surface. The rail is back in true, so uh, we'll cover our grass. Okay. Have you had a gallop across uh, the surface this morning? And if, and if so, what did they say? No, we had a gallop yesterday morning. Uh, Brennan Dollar on it. He thought it was just in the five yesterday. Um, and I said we were really hoping that we'd only get that half a mil and probably present a good fall this morning. But uh, with the, the rain we've seen overnight, just at the end of the soft five. And, and it, the radar looks like a, a little bit more on the way. What are you thinking for today? 
Yeah, look, it's tricky to kind of read at the moment. Uh, there's pockets of blue sky. There's obviously a lot of cloud. Um, there's specs and specs, so hopefully that, that kind of dissolves and misses us um, just to keep it at a soft five. And if it's uh, mostly good day, we might even get back to the four. Carnival's here, isn't it, Sean? I mean, every every week for yourself and the team from now on in all the way through to a Golden Eagle, it's it's proper racing every single week for you guys now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all the work's been done, so track's in great condition. Uh, we'll just have to keep an eye out and see what the weather does and um, just keep it ticking along. OK, soft five, railed true. Uh, what's it like at Rose Hill at the moment? Yeah, look, it's, it's overcast. There are bits of blue sky, but um, it looks like that, that rain's coming from the east. But uh, it's overcast, but there's no rain at the moment. OK. Thank you, Sean. Nice report. Good luck with the meeting today. Thank you. Sean Patterson, there he is. So uh, we go in a soft five to start the day at Rose Hill Gardens. Yeah, the, sort of some scuddy showers around the place. They received a bit of rain, but, well, any trainers listening, um, bringing their horses from far and wide for, for highways, certainly, and, and down to, for midways, maybe some provincial trainers, hopefully a soft five is the right kind of surface for your horse today. Kembla Granger racing down in the beautiful Illawarra and Dave Anderson is joining us for a chat about Kembla Grange. Dave, good morning to you. Good morning, Richard. How are you? Very well, thank you. Again, don't want to be keeping too close an eye on the radar, but uh, how does uh, Kembla set up for today and uh, what's your track rating? Yeah, we've got a track rating still in the soft five. We are very close to putting up or four yesterday evening, but uh, I got a message from someone that was putting the mock on me about getting... Uh, about getting rain when I was looking at the radar. No, no mention there, Richard, but um, I've left it at five. We got four mils of rain overnight and um, I've just left it in the soft for a five range. Um, Luke just galloped the horse over it and he said it's it's yeah, it's just um, in that five range. It, um, we don't get any more rain that should gallop into the four. Yeah, it was pretty ugly off the coast yesterday, and hopefully it looks like it, uh, it, it missed a bit of Kemmler, which is nice. Where's your rail for today, Dave? Rail's plus eight from the 1100 in the winning post and plus six metres for the remainder, Rich. OK, what are, what are conditions like at the moment, and what are you expecting for the day? Well, it's uh, overcast at the moment. Uh, the, rain's, the rain's clearing at the moment. There's still a bit uh, pushing in from the Kiama way, which is where it's sort of come up from early this morning. Um... It's thinning out. They're forecasting that the uh, showers will decrease during the day, which is which is good. Uh, you are well and truly uh, in preparations for your, for your gong meeting. I know we're a little way off, but uh, that big gong meeting, I suppose, never too far from your thoughts and uh, and some great meetings in the lead up as well. Yeah, that's right. The gong's uh, premier meeting that we have um, now, and it's uh, it's always in the back of my mind uh, where it is, and we we set our rails up to. Uh, to come to make sure that we're in the in the good spot for uh, for the long day. Good on you, Dave. Nice report, soft five, and look forward to that strong Kemmler meeting today. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. Okay, we'll have uh, Jason with him. Uh, we'll keep uh, Wayne Harris company there at Kemmler Grange today. Hitting down there for a, a bucks or a hens. No over racing. It's a long day at Kemmler Grange, but they get a stack of uh, bucks days and hens days, and and uh, people get to Kemmler Grange. So if you're in the Illawarra and you're wondering what to do today, get to Kemmler Grange races. That is a pretty strong meeting. Wayne Harris at around about a quarter to ten with his preview this morning. Uh, let's look towards Eagle Farm Racing in Queensland today. Jim Roberts is on the line for a chat. A very good morning to you, Jim. Yeah, good morning, Richard. Uh, what kind of a morning uh, do we have in Brisbane? 
Yeah, not too bad at the moment. <laughs> the sun's out, so they're saying maybe a shower later on, but I, I guess I'd, I'd say it'd be a fair way away looking at the sky at the moment. So a little bit of rain off the coast, but I'm not too worried about it. They're saying only maybe up to one mil, so I don't think there's anything to fear for us today. So other than that, the conditions are good. You know, it's been pretty good all right. We had a bit of rain early in the week, um, Wednesday 2.5 mil, but that's all we've had for the last seven days in Brisbane. So it's been a pretty good week, actually, sun-wise. It's been beautiful. So the track a good four this morning. Uh, we got the rail at seven metres. Uh, penny was 5.88, so it's just in that nice sweet range. And uh, index of 8.3, the pennant is 6.7, the shear 11.9. So everything's looking good uh, on the track this morning. So a good day of racing. Uh, it, it did that. That track did handle um, uh, the busy schedule of the winter. Uh, how's Eagle Farm these days? I mean, you know the track better than anyone. You are you happy with where you have it at the moment? Yeah, absolutely, uh, Richard. Yeah, no, it's look, it's ticking along nicely. It's it's coming out of Winway, as you know. We're only just around the corner from Spring. Um, it's no, it's going along nicely. It's, it's come out of it. The grass, the Kaikiri, and the track. Of the, it's uh, yeah, no, it's ticked along just beautifully. Uh, okay. Quite happy with it now. And look, we're going to get better coming into spring and then later on into summer. So, no, at the, at the stage, it's in good shape. So, okay, happy so good, good four rail at seven metres and hope that rain steers clear. Yeah, for sure, mate. Okay. That's it. Thank you, Jim. Good on you, Richard. Cheers. Good on you. Jim Roberts, uh, there's the Eagle Farm uh, track um, report there. Busy day racing in Queensland. They're racing all over the place up there today. Stack up little country meetings, a few picnics up there as well. So if you have a runner in Queensland today, good luck to you wherever you are racing. Oh, what a meeting at Caulfield today. It's Memsey Stage Day. It's a good group one. Good field comes together. That is for sure and certain. Uh, ramifications for the Melbourne Spring and also wouldn't be shocked if a horse or two comes up to, to Sydney out of a race like that. And uh, Tim Bailey is on the line to talk about Caulfield today. Tim, good morning to you. Good morning, Richard. One of your big days of the year. Can you set the scene at Caulfield for us? Yeah, it's a, it's a great day's racing, isn't it? Um, yeah. look, it's going to be a nice day eventually, 19 and, and, and the sun, but it's a real pea super fog here at the, mo at the moment. Uh, but, yeah, once, once that lifts, it'll, it'll be a lovely day. Uh, we're on a soft six. I'm not sure whether we'll get any improvement to a five or not. There's maybe some chance if the wind gets up early enough to dry the track out, but certainly be on that soft six to start the meeting. Uh, the rail's back in the true after being at nine here a fortnight ago. So that inside nine certainly uh, in, in great order. Uh, and, uh, you know, I expect track to race really well. Yeah, Group 1 racing, that, uh, that feature race is a ripper and other, other stage races. I think we see passive-aggressive back on those kinds of horses. So sounds like you're, you're pretty content uh, with the track for the Group 1 day. Yeah, certainly, certainly very happy with it, yeah. It's, uh, uh, you know, we had a bit of rain here early in the week in Melbourne, but, uh, you know, the last 24 hours have been fine. And as I said, a, a nice day will we'll dawn today. And, yeah, uh, yeah, great to see good horses back. Absolutely. Thank you, Tim. We appreciate that track report and good luck with the big day. Thanks, Richard. There's uh, Tim Bailey. Yeah, soft six, uh, maybe no chance of an upgrade, says Tim. So a soft six for Memsey Stakes Day. Really good race, the feature. We get to see Alligator Blood back at the races there. I'm thunderstruck. And, of course, the champ, Cascadian, will line up. He, um, his trial was terrific in Sydney the other day, but... Um, we might see uh, Elation uh, go around there today, and uh, Elation is right amongst the talk for the Golden Eagle later in the Sydney Autumn Carnival. It's about 20 minutes to seven. We might look to a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Uh, uh, in fact, we might not go to a, a break. We might, uh, we might check in with Craig Hall. We're going to tidy up the Morphville details before anything else, and, and Craig's joining us for a chat. Good morning to you, Craig. Good morning. How's your week been in Adelaide to get ready for a good-looking meeting today? Yeah, not too bad. We had a bit of rain early in the week. Uh, ended up with 12.5 mil uh, for the week so far, and it's going to be a pretty good day today. 
fine and 18 degrees and we've come in with a soft six a penile 6.37 on the uh, parks track there today and we've moved the rail out to the three metre position all the way around uh, just coming out three metres from we were true for last meeting so we just come out three onto some nice ground there okay, okay. what uh, where, when did the rain arrive there craig oh that was early in the week um monday monday tuesday and we've just you know uh, later in the week they've only about a one mil thursday so it's um just had nice just into that soft six range now it's just worked its way down so. Any, any chance of an upgrade at all, Craig? Oh, I think it'll probably stay around that in that six range for most of the day. Okay. Okay. You sound happy enough with the way things are, though. No, no, very happy. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Craig. Nice report. Good luck today. No worries. Thank you very much. There is Craig Hall with the uh, the Morpherville track report. So that's around the grounds. Uh, we'll go through them again. Rosedale Gardens working on a soft five after a little bit of rain over the last 48 hours. Uh, Kemble Grange is also on a soft five. Uh, Eagle Farm, you can put up a good four. Caulfield, a soft six. And uh, maybe a, a, up to a five as the day goes on. And a soft six for Morpherville racing today. So big thanks to the track crews around the nation who uh, get these, uh, these tracks ready for these horses racing today. 17 minutes to 7 here, Racing HQ Saturday. Thanks for your company. We'll, we'll take a break. Not too far away from hearing from Brody Nixon. He'll talk to us about his trial horses for today. A couple of horses he's picked out that he suggests you should stick with. And we'll also hear from Cassandra Stummer, who's on her way down with a nice chance in uh, today's highway. And Adam Duggan with his midway horse before 7 o'clock. A break and back with more shortly on Racing HQ Saturday. Victor Ladorum, new to Dali, an undefeated Group 1 winner at two, winning the same Group 1 as proven sires Wooden Bassett and Siuni. A Group 1 winner at three, winning the same Group 1 as his sire Shamadel, but in track record time. A son of Shamadel, from the family of Shamadel, who won the same Group 1 as Shamadel. Victor Ladorum, a Group 1 victor at two and three by Shamadel, new to Dali in 2022. Spring is in the air this Saturday with TAB. And for all races at Rose Hill, Caulfield and Eagle Farm, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the TAB app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races at three big tracks this Saturday, but only at your local TAB. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in TAB venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. 
Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. TNC Supply Gamble Responsibly. Call Gamblers Help. 1800 858 858. Welcome back to Racing HQ. Saturday, love to have your company uh, wherever you are listening or watching. Time to check in with Brody Nixon. He's done the form on some recent barrier trials. How good did Mars and Mars Crusader go during the week? Uh, nothing wrong with the way our president went. Won that uh, uh, heat at Rosehill Gardens during the week. Brody Nixon's done the form on the trials and a couple of horses for today. G'day, Brody. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, everyone. It's on again, isn't it? Uh, let's uh, dive into the first of your trialers and, well... I don't want to put the mock on him, but he's he's more behind the gates, multi horse today. You want to focus on Old Flame for a start? Yes, I do. And in particular, this horse is having his second Australian preparation. It was back and forth between Victoria and Sydney. He ran in some quite good races, including the wave at the Gosford. He ran behind a couple of good horses there as well. And I think he's trialled up beautifully this preparation. Grace and Harmony, you'd have to be... Um, yeah, you would have had to struggle to miss her first up performance. She's going to be awfully hard to beat here, but I really don't think you should sleep on Old Flame, whether today is his day or not. His trial's been spectacular. He's been ridden out in his latest one as well, which is good. Shows the team are ready for rock and roll ahead of their first up assignment, but yes, Old Flame. As you'll see here, he's pushed out to finish off the trial, and I think he's going to be ready to go today. Grace and Harmony, $2.90 fixed with the tab. Old Flame there at $4.40. Blazer Trail, $5.50. And then True Detective there at $9.50. Yeah, Brody, I mean, barrier four, 54 kilos. I know there are bigger targets for sure, but it, does, it looks a lovely kickoff point. It does. Grace and Harmony is going to be very hard to beat in this event as well, but I think it's a two-horse race. And Old Flame, it's been a massive improvement by the looks of the trials. I wouldn't be surprised if it really catapults off that performance today. Okay, let's go to the San Domenico Stakes. We um, get to see all, we get to see some really nice horses, and and certainly, um, in fact, I think we're going to the up and coming stakes. Pardon me for uh, for Basquiar. Talk us through Basquiar and why you think he can fire first up today. Yeah, the up and coming stakes. Personally, I think um, I'm, I'm really keen on a two bet play here. I think Conqueror is going to be awfully hard to beat with that first up performance, and he's gone back to the trials as well. He was given a quiet hit out. But I think heading into spring, I really want to highlight this Colt's work. His first trial behind Zugotcha was really strong. We've already seen those four lines, Frank, with Zugotcha winning last week. Now, Basquiat, he was good in his maiden preparation, went up to Queensland. And how many times have we seen Waller bring these horses back to Sydney and they absolutely catapult into the spring? As you'll see, he was given a really tight time, but he was strong through the line. They barely budged aboard him, and he draws gate number five here. He should land just off the speed, if not in midfield. Draw, gets dry ground for only the second time in his career. The only time he's seen good ground, he was defeated at length by Shine. She's a belter and a JJ Atkins. I think this three-year-old colt by Snitzel, he's going to be the real improving type. Whether he's just running on today, I think he's going to be very hard to beat second and third up. We'll hear from Chris Waller later in the morning. So Conqueror $3.70 at the moment. Caboo $4.20. There's Basquiar at uh, $6.50. Charlatan. We'll hear from Joe Pride and whether he's happy to run uh, Charlatan here at Rose Hill today or whether he's off to Kembla. But he's there as an $8.50 chance. Lethal Thoughts at $9.50. And I think Back Rower has just come out of that race, so uh, won't be there. He's a scratching this morning back rower, but yeah, Basquiar, $6.50. I mean, like all of them, Brody, a, a real yard watch, isn't he? But uh, he's he's part of that cult syndicate, 
and they probably you know come together on about 10 or 12 cults it was home affairs that put his hand up last year as the big cult who knows it might just be basquiat this time around Absolutely. Um, Cornwall's got a really hot hand going in today. Of course, they had Best of Bordeaux going around in their first run in that Cornwall Silks. But the today's big mounting yard, as you mentioned, it's going to be so, so important. I encourage everyone to tune into Sky Thorough at Central throughout the day to get the expert eyes overlooked and get their comments as well as we see these forces resuming, especially the three-year-olds. But I'm really keen to find the Queensland form as we head into the spring first. I believe Basquiat's going to be a real improver. While Old Flame had some quite good form in its first preparation, I think it can be ready to rock and roll today. Uh, for your trialers report on the Sky Racing website, Brody, I suppose during the week for horses like Marzu and Mars Crusade, you don't have to ride a whole lot. They, they kind of speak for themselves, those Everest horses. Yeah, they don't have to, you don't have to do too much. You kind of sit there and admire and you go, well, how am I going to fluff this up? So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a fantastic horse. And Marzu, geez, didn't he look good the other day? And, he wasn't wearing the pacifiers as well, which he wore last preparation. And that gelding procedure can work so well. I think Holding is Team 1A of that. I think after he got gelded, he went on to win eight straight, including the Queensland Guineas and the Epsom Golden Eagle. And I think um, the gelding procedure has just made Marzu as well. Good on you, Brody. Good to chat. So Old Flame and Basquiat, yeah, they both look good at the trials and uh, we look forward to seeing them step out today. Good to chat. We'll do it again next Saturday. And for your articles, we'll, uh, we'll jump onto the new and improved website. If you haven't been there before, Brody, we can tell our listeners, get to skyracing.com.au. There's a bit more happening than there used to be before. It's a bit of a one-stop shop to go to nowadays. Yes, I really encourage everything. All the stories there are free and you can just jump straight on the website. We've got stories coming in from absolutely everywhere all across Australia, but the trial report goes up every Tuesday. You've got trial replays in the report itself. We've also got race replays. You've got the trial replays across Australia as well on the website. And thank you very much for that, Hainsey, once again. But very quickly, everyone, race number five, perfect thought. I've been all over him all throughout this heading into the spring. Race number five, today's the day. Is that down at uh, Kem Grange, I think, isn't he? Kem Grange, that's it. Yeah. Perfect thought. Pilot Religious, race number five at Kem Grange. Yeah, good on you. Thank you, Brady. We'll let you go. Yeah, he was um, didn't have a whole lot go his way there. First up on the Kenzo, perfect thought. Charlatan. Uh, Charlatan is a scratching from Kem Grange, so we'll see him in the up-and-coming stakes, and we'll hear from his trainer, Joe Pride, between 7 and 8 this morning. It's always exciting when these horses come from far and wide for these highways, and Cassandra Stummer is bringing Rebel's Edge down for another crack today. She's with us on the line. Cassandra, good morning to you. Good morning. It, um, it must be exciting to, to have a horse that... You know, um, can be competitive in these races, and uh, tell us how Rebels Edge is coming into his big assignment today. Um, he's good. Um, he's pulled up well from Musselbrook. Um, it will be interesting to see how he um, backs up after six days. Um, but yeah, no, happy with him. What <laughs> uh, what indications does he give you that he's pulled up well? Tell us a bit about this horse. Um, he's a pretty casual horse uh, at home. He he doesn't play much or anything, so he's um, but he's very bright and um, he just gets on with his work. He eats well, and so we just thought we'd come down and give it a go. His run in the highway the other day wasn't too bad at all, Cassandra. He wasn't far away at the finish, and I suppose he's he's been down before. This next trip down won't be so unusual for him. 
No, um, he hasn't had much luck. His racing pattern needs to get back and run on. And um, all three of his starts this prep, he's um, got held up. Um, but when he gets out, he has a great turn of foot. Um, it'll be great to see if he can actually get a, um, a proper run at him. That's that's the thing. I mean, Musselbrook the other day is just just trying to get a crack at them. So uh, if you like him yeah. today, Cassandra, I suppose you you know he's in good form. He just needs a a little break to go his way today. Yeah, that's right. He needs just just the luck to go his way. Nice to have Sam Clifford on board. I suppose is the idea again, quietly and then top of the straight. See what he can do. Yeah, yeah. If he can, um, hopefully not get too far back like he did in the highway. Um, uh, we've taken the nose band off him, and I think he he travels a lot better without it. Um, he's still strong as cold and get him on one rain, but he seems to be a bit more genuine, genuine this prep. Okay. Did he handle Did he handle uh, the city the other day? Did he take it all in his stride? Yeah, he didn't do anything wrong. So I think Good. the building um, really um, has made him a, a better horse. And, um, He's come back really with this prep. And is the soft five okay today? Yeah, he loves the soft. Okay. okay. He loves a bit of sting out. All right, good on you, Cassandra. We will let you go. Appreciate you coming on for a chat. He's certainly in this uh, in this highway market, and hopefully you can steam home for you and be right in the finish today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Good on you, Cassandra Stummer there. She's the trainer of Rebel's Edge, also partner of Daniel Northy. A very horsey family, that's for sure and certain. Very good horsewoman. Don't worry about that, Cassandra. And uh, they bring uh, Rebel's Edge down and um, is a nice hope for sure in the highway today. Uh, likewise is Adam Duggan's chance in today's midway race. And I'm talking of Diamond Diesel. Adam's on the line for a chat. Good morning, Adam. Yeah, good morning, Richard. How's your morning going so far? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, got them all worked and, yeah, just about to feed up and go home, actually. Beautiful. Uh, look, Diamond Diesel, when you win two from three, uh, I don't know, you, you tell me whether it's all coming a bit quickly, but you have to look at a midway and he's he's there today. Yeah, certainly, yeah. Yeah, definitely, usually not my style sort of to go sort of bang, bang, bang to get to town uh, so quick. But um, sort of established fairly fairly early on uh, in his training previous to his trialling that he had good ability. So uh, so that part's fine. Um, it definitely goes well enough. Just whether or not you know um, it, is, it has come a bit bit quick for him. But um, you know, I've just been caught out a few times. You know, winning too many races, you get getting to town, you get to these sort of races and. And carry top weight. I thought I'll go the other angle and just get in on the minimum with the claim and know the horse has got the ability and uh, yeah, just hopefully he's, he's got the race smarts there today. Barrier one, good thing, bad thing, or is the jury out? Oh, look, we're going to find out. Yeah, we're going to find out. It's usually um, one of the barriers I dread <laughs> uh, drawing, if I'm being honest. But uh, but in saying that, it, it could help this horse today. Uh, hasn't found the fence in his runs yet and it could help him. He could just sort of come out and find the fence. He, one thing uh, we had to teach him to, to do was relax early on, uh, even in his trials. He just wanted to sort of be a bit aggressive and so uh, Dylan can just sort of come out on him fairly neutral 
and uh, just find the fence there. And sure, if he relaxes, he's got to be really strong late. So, so yeah, look, I'm not too worried about the one. I think it probably could even help him today. Five dollars fifty for our listeners there. Five fifty equal favourite. Nice easy midway to sort out. Air to air five fifty. Noble soldier six fifty. Leave me son at six fifty. Must be a bit of a story here. Adam, he's a six year old. He he looks to uh, to be much travelled as well in his time as he has his fourth start today. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no. Yeah, just lucky, lucky, lucky enough recipient uh, recipient of uh, receiving a, a few horses off uh, these owners. Um, with a, with a good push from Mark Newnham, uh, luckily enough. Um, yeah, they're sort of, you know, looking looking for another trainer for a few of their horses. And, uh, yeah, Mark sort of gave me a good push. And, yeah, I've ended up with him and a, and a few more. And um, they bring a few back from, from Hong Kong that mm. uh, have had injuries or racing cut short for whatever reason. And, um, yeah, he was one of them. He actually had a... A, a stress fracture to his shoulder and uh, obviously healed really well and he's had the right amount of time so uh, yeah that's sort of the story with him and that's how I ended up with him Excellent Adam, we appreciate you joining us race morning, we'll let you get organised to get to the races and uh, good to chat, good luck today Yeah cheers Richard, thank you Good on you I can always uh, I flicked, uh, flicked Adam a text at around about uh, 7.30 last night just to see if he'd come on and have a chat with us and he said yeah any any time he's always very accommodating uh, Adam so Diamond Diesel he's won two from three fair tests today but he's an equal $5.50 favourite for today's Midway General Manager for Communications there at the Australian Turk Club is Brett Devine he's on the line for a chat good morning to you Brett Good morning Richie good morning to all the punters uh, fabulous time of year isn't it and uh, we're just a few days away mate just a few days away from winter being over Spring, the month of spring starting, and then obviously the official start of the spring carnival. What's amazing racing coming up at the moment? If you haven't been to the races for a while, Brett, today's a, a good day to get there. You'll see some really good three-year-olds in this San Domenico and um, up-and-coming stakes, and you know, th these big races are here now. The Everest Carnival is well upon us. It sure, surely is, and really fascinating day today, isn't it, Rich, to see these three-year-olds come back and see how they can step up to the mark after their first preparations as younger horses and really start to shake some of these other markets for uh, big group ones coming up later on in the next month of September. And that includes, of course, the Shandon Golden Rose, that most coveted group one race for three-year-olds at Rose Hill Gardens. Uh, and even races today like the Bowman's Up and Coming, which uh, features horses that may stretch out to the mountain Shandon Spring Champion Stakes worth $2 million this year. There are so many options in Sydney now during the spring and when we think about some of these race days coming up, City Tattersall's Club Cup Day next week at Ramick, then Run to the Rose Day at Rose Hill Gardens. Jiu-Jitsu General George Main Stakes Day kicks off the formal start of the Sydney Everest Carnival. And then we've got several months of a big group ones all the way through. So no time to waste now in locking in those dates, thinking forward, thinking ahead of the days, the days you can go out there with mates and maybe fellow members of the ATC and enjoy what is world-class racing. Can't forget about uh, membership renewals. They they start to come around, and uh, you know if 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 you get to the races maybe six or seven times a year, uh, it may be worth looking at a membership. But uh, renew your membership. That's for a start. Yeah, no doubt. Look, that deadline for the renewing of memberships ends at the thirty first of August. To put yourself into the picture in the draw for the ultimate race day experience for anybody that renews or joins before the thirty first of August, and also. 
you do receive six complimentary vouchers as well for all race days all through the spring and beyond. So you've mentioned there if you go several times a year, you only need to go a handful of times a year, Rich, and you probably finish in front. It's on average about less than $10 a week to be a member of the Australian Turf Club. Extraordinary value. You get discounts on food and beverages out at the race course by simply swiping your membership card. So many uh, incentives there for people to become members of the Australian Turf Club. It certainly is one of the world's great race clubs and we certainly have some of the world's greatest racing 52 weeks a year. So for those people out there that are either thinking of becoming a member or need to renew, do it shortly. Do it before the 31st of August uh, at theraces.com.au by coming into the office and you've locked yourself in for another huge few months. Uh, always new technology around the place. We had this weather tracker that's just been produced and released for the ATC. Can you just uh, outline again this weather tracker, what it does and how our listeners can access it? Yeah, we just wanted to remind people again this week, Richard, obviously it's going to take some time for punters to start to get used to a lot more of this information, things like the going stick and the shear of the, of the track. Um, but the weather tracker itself has live updated weather information and that could come in handy today with a few showers around. Some of this information is updated every 15 seconds, Rich. So things like wind direction and wind speed, rainfall, moisture, soil composition, etc. There's a wealth of information on the website, theraces.com.au. Go to the racing section and racing information and you'll find it fairly quickly, as I say, updated all through the day at Rosehill Gardens today and at Royal Ramwick in coming weeks as well. Uh, it's a, a really handy tool for not only punters but also trainers and racing industry participants on our website at the ATC, theracers.com.au. Good on you, Brett. Always good to chat race morning. These Saturdays come around awfully quickly and we'll chat during the week and speak next Saturday morning. Thanks, Richard. Good luck to all the punters today. There he is, Brett Devine, General Manager, Communications for the Australian Turf Club. Can you imagine the thrill and bragging rights of owning a runner on the road to qualifying for the Melbourne Cup? Well, that dream can now be a reality with the Racing League. The horse is called Team Captain and is trained by Matt Kamani has now firmed into $41 to win the Melbourne Cup. This truly is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to live that Melbourne Cup dream. It all starts for Team Captain today at Caulfield in the listed Heatherly Stakes, building towards that first Tuesday in November at Flemington. The amazing thing is you can still buy into this going concern and own your share of Team Captain and have a runner on the road to the race that stops a nation. You can own your share of Team Captain for just $260 and then $20 a month will cover all costs. Simply go to trl.net, AFSL licence number 223671. Racing HQ Saturday, five minutes past seven. We will take a break. On the other side, Ron Duffersey joins us for his interviews. Hugh Bowman is first cab off the rank. Mum, it's Father's Day soon. Give us your best dad joke, Lionel. Really? No. You'll find brilliant gift ideas for dads at Bing Lee, like wireless headphones, Bluetooth speakers, smartphones, Nespresso coffee machines, smart watches. And remember, what dads want most is a simple phone call. Okay, everyone call Lionel. No! It was a dad joke. Might be your kids. You think? Nah. Bing Lee, better living every day. Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country race, is back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. 
Entry open to New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. Who said winter means slowing down? Race away those winter blues at San Domenico Stakes Day with thrilling racing, a vibrant lawn party and award-winning hospitality. San Domenico Stakes Day this Saturday at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fairplay Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Running a trades business isn't all sunshine and rainbows. It's full of spreadsheets and paperwork. That's why I use Fergus. It takes care of all my admin so I can focus on the things I'm actually good at. Plus, it's got a bunch of handy tools to help keep my business under control. You ripper. Fergus Job Software. Tradies swear by it. Visit fergus.com slash radio where you'll get a $200 discount to get you started. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price, guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Whether you are on the wireless listening to us, uh, you might have downloaded the Tab app. Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Racing 1. No excuse not to miss uh, our morning of racing and interviews leading into uh, race day. You might be up at the various stallion parades taking place across the weekend in the in the Hunter Valley. Seen plenty of social media out of the farms as they show off their stallions. Breeders might go and look at their young horses. So if you're up in the Hunter and you're working with those horses and you're listening, good to have you with us. Try and find a winner or two as well as you uh, try and keep those crowds comfortable for the various parades across the weekend. Ronda Duffers is joining us for a big day of racing and away we go. Ron, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning Richard. Really looking forward to today, these three-year-olds again and some good racing, some competitive racing and hopefully we can find a, a few winners rail in the normal position. Maybe a mil or so more than what we expected overnight. And lucky it's not Ramwick. It seems to have been raining all night here. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, it should be listening this morning. Should be a pretty good, jar- good track. Right. Our first guest is there, Ron, and that is Hugh Bowman. Uh, Hugh, I was going to say good morning, and you're uh, easing yourself into the Sydney Autumn Carnival, but there's no there's no easing into anything at the moment, and away we go. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Ron. No, it's uh, an exciting time of year, and we've got the the first Group 1 race in Sydney running one, and looking forward to some big racing ahead over the next couple of months, and right up to Christmas, in fact. Mm. Well, you start off with uh, an interesting mare, um, Frumos. Uh, it just didn't happen for her last start, but for obvious reasons. Yeah, unfortunately, it, she was full of running, as we all know. Um, but with a true rail today, a little bit of a little bit more for those runners on the inside, if that's where I select to go. But unlikely, given the draw the way the race looks as though it's going to be set up but um, she she certainly gave me a good feel I'm looking forward as much as anyone else to see what's under the bonnet Uh, Was that your first feel of her? It was that's the first time I sat on her What really impressed me was just the mannerisms of it very strong uh, very strong Billy very athletic beautiful movement great temperament in fact she just did everything right 
ultimately didn't have anywhere to go. But, um, you know, I think the form speaks for itself. Well, I mean, she was upbeat going into that race. She looks well placed here. Yeah, she does. Uh, move along to race three, Oz Legend. You rode him last start. What do you say about him? It's a shame he's drawn so wide because oh, I really like him going to 2,000 metres. I think you know, it was very heavy when I rode him at Canterbury and he gave me a great feel in the run. Uh, but when I let him down, he could get mobile on the, on the heavy track. And I thought with a better draw, I could have, could have been a bit more positive on it, but I'd be reluctant to keep on the whatever race, you know, he likes to get into a really good rhythm and just a tricky race for him, it looks like they're going to go slow so I mightn't go straight back to last I might just roll with him a bit see, but it's just a just a tricky race for him as far as planning out riding mm. You rode that Rondino the other day for Greg Hickman, he went alright in that race, didn't he? He went enormous wrong. Um, same with him too. I mean, he's a horse that's not the best in the stride, but if he could settle in the first three or four, uh, I'd nearly, I'd honestly nearly go as far to say he's the one to beat. He went that well. He, he really did. So it's a wide barrier. Karen might be the same, might be the same mindset. Instead of just dropping straight in and sort of making a decision early. He might sit out there and wait for things to unfold, but uh, it's just a bit tricky for both of us just from the, from those draws and the fact that they look as what, look like they're going to go pretty steady. Yeah. Uh, race three, Noble Soldier. He, he stuck it out really well the other day, considering the pattern of the day. It'd be, it'd be nice to ride a winner for the prices. They've had a tough week. They have. They have. This horse comes into the race. I, I like the draw, and I like how consistent he is, and like you said, he was he was good the other day. And, uh, yeah, there's no reason why... I think he can win. There's no reason why he can't. OK. Um, Montedito, he's a good old toiler. You've been riding him of late. I have, and he's... Again, he's a model of consistency. He, he ran into Bjorn's jet, Shades of Rose, the other day. Uh, she's... She looks really good to me, and although I haven't been on her, I just... I know she she had the, the, the track bias and things to suit, but I just think she's well above average, whereas this guy, he, you know, this is his mark, but he's racing full of confidence. The draw doesn't matter because he'll get back and settle anyway. I love him at 1,100. Even though he does get back, he, he he's just in really good form, and if he can reproduce what he did the other day, he, he should win this. Uh, Grisilli Styler in race seven. He's um, was a good run first up. It was a good run, and he this horse. He's a cool little horse uh, out of Catkins, who had a lot to do with, as you know. Um, I, I like the fact that he's up a little bit in distance. He, he's just a really nice little horse. I, I don't personally don't think he's going to reach the heights that his mother reached, but what he does do is he puts himself in the right spot and. He's really good to ride, and he tries very hard. One of the most interesting runners all day is Natuno. Um, Tony Gollan, he's had some sharp horses in his time. When he starts to say he could be the best three-year-old he's ever had, and, and he's untapped, and he, he looks a nice horse. Has, has Tony said anything to you about this horse? Not a great deal. Um, I, I did ring him yesterday, but he said he's coming to the races, so he didn't go into too much detail about things, but... 
Tony's not someone that, you know, window dressed the shop. It is what it is with him. He's very, he doesn't mint his words and there's no doubt he's got a high opinion of the horse. But I think, you know, looking to his replays, he obviously had a, you know, had, had a class edge on his rivals when he raced in the few races that he's had. Well, the Gold Coast race was very slowly run race. It was set up for, for the leader, which he was. Um, but I'll take nothing away from that. He was strong. He, he looks a natural type, but I guess we're all in the same boat. We're going to know more after today. Yeah, for sure. All right, thanks for that. Uh, have a good day. Thanks, Ron. You too. Thank you, Hugh. Let him go. There he is, um, Hugh Bowman. Yeah, it's uh, time of year that uh, I suppose, Ronnie, all these riders want to hit their straps. And you know, Hugh Bowman is uh, sure getting getting fired up to, to partner with Lost and Running again, who, um, well, I suppose, Ronnie, these Everest horses, they're, yeah, your Marzus and Mars Crusaders, they are trialling like you'd expect them to if they're going for any kind of a good race. Yeah, no doubt. Can't wait to see Classic Legend trial and we've got a couple of sleepers there as well. What's best of Bordeaux going to do today if he wins um, with a leg in the air? Is he change tact and say, OK, I'm, 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 I'm in the, the big blue colours um, come Everest Day as well? Yeah, no, quite right. So much to play out today, and that uh, that San, uh, San Domenico is a beauty. We'll talk about that race in a bit more depth as we go throughout the morning. Let's head to Kembla Grange. Kerry Parker is here for a chat this morning. Kerry, good morning to you. Good morning, Rich and Ronnie. Uh, a Thursday night just passed at the, the Racing Night of Champions that I'm sure was a, a very proud night for your team there. Oh, definitely. You know, it uh, showed the year that we had... Uh you know, well, that he had to think that he, you know, five group one, uh, five group races and a, uh, a Rose Hill Gold Cup, you know, that's a tremendous season. There's a what? Uh, what a horse. He come from nowhere, really. And um, to do what he did is an amazing feat. And unfortunately, uh, what, what is the latest with him? Obviously, he's had that prob big problem. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, he's mending well at this stage, you know. Uh, they're, they're, they're a time thing, um, you know, but uh, he's just going through the motions at the moment and uh, on his rehab, so to speak. And, um, you know, fingers crossed that he'll, he'll come back. Uh, all signs are positive at the moment, but, uh, you know, we'll let him tell us. Uh, you're probably not going to know that you get back under that sort of pressure again, really, with them. But at this stage, uh, all signs are good and everyone's got fingers and toes crossed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this man today, she's a good man, this. Open your heart. I think all the eyes were on Frumos the other day, but, well, geez, it was very similar between them. I'd, I'd hate to pick a winner if, if they both got out. Yeah, no, exactly. She went into it really well. Um, and, uh, you know, as we all saw there, it wasn't, it ended up just like a soft barrier trial, really. Um, but all in all, mate, she's, she's come through the run really well, as you'd expect. Uh, She's trained on good, so uh, looking forward to another shot today, you know. Uh, um, I'm just, just trying to work out uh, with her exactly what we can sort of aim for with her. Uh, you know, it's a long spring, so um, we just take each one as it comes at the moment and uh, hopefully she can build up into something nice towards the end of the, season, end of the spring. Okay. What are, you, what are you thinking with her, or are you still yet to sort it out as far as her best distance might be? Yeah, exactly. I'll take her as it goes. You know, as a three-year-old, you, you sort of aim up for an Oaks, with, uh, especially with her breeding, you know. Um, but uh, I think she's sort of sharp enough to be around that middle distance there. Um, 
you know, there's, there's lots of options. So unless she sort of uh, dowers out and tells me she wants further, well, then we'll sort of take that step. But, uh, you know, I, mean, I think around that middle distance there, I think there's uh, plenty of options. Mm. Uh, you're bringing uh, tampering down with her today. He he won in the midway first up last preparation, and he'll put him in a good himself in a good spot here from that draw. Yeah, the speed map doesn't look too bad for him. He, he relaxes there and gets a nice run in in transit. Uh, that'll be good. He's he's just got to prove himself out of that midway. You know, um, he's he's probably I think he might be the only horse to win three midways. Um, he's done a terrific job with them. Uh, he's got a little bit of beef. He's got to carry the sixty kilos today, but with a nice soft run. Uh, and first up, he's usually very genuine and tries hard. So uh, looking forward to him going around. OK, beauty. Uh, the rest of the string, the number's OK? Yeah, yeah, we've got a few here we've got to sort out. Uh, they've got to go through their motions. They'll either be uh, winning maidens or, uh, you know, uh, maybe having new careers. <laughs> OK, good on you, Kerry. No worries at all. Best Thank you, Kerry. Today. Good luck today. Yeah, there he is, Kerry Parker. And, uh, yeah, I suppose, Ronnie, think it over. He um, he owes Richard Johnston and the family absolutely nothing. But, um, yeah, they'll, they'll dream to get him back. And if he gets back good, if not, well, so be it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's uh, been a great horse, so hopefully they do get him back and sound. And uh, But uh, these injuries take time, so um, they'll give him all the time he needs. Just going to that race, so Ronnie, with hope in your heart. And Frumos, just, we threw those tad prices up before. Frumos, $1.85, does that entice you? Um, the hope in your heart uh, price uh, entices me a little bit more, actually. Um, I think for, obviously Frumos is the, is the big SP profile from the other day and she'll be very hard to beat but I think this filly's better than what we think um, I hope in your heart or this mare now um, but is she as good as Frumos? I don't know but I think it's worth look they did go up $15 on Wednesday I thought that was a bit ridiculous it's, it's mm. levelled out now um, as far as her price is concerned but when they were $15 and $2.20 on, on on Wednesday I thought whoa that's, that's a little bit far away from each other um, they're not that far apart no, it's uh, some emerging mares there. Frumos, hope in your heart. They'd like to think they could probably jag some black type in uh, the coming weeks again if they can step up to your listed and group company. It's a busy day in a couple of states for Tullock Lodge. Adrian Bott, good morning to you, Adrian. Hey, good morning, Richard. You guys wouldn't want it any other way. Uh, Melbourne, Sydney, all around the place. But this is spring and the, the big horses are turning up. Yeah, great, great time of year. Really, really, really looking forward to it, um, you know, particularly today. But, yeah, a couple of nice ones for about the next few weeks. Mm. Um, we'll start on Melbourne. Uh, Alligator Blood, he's finally back on track. Um, what's the story with him as far as he's, uh, his fitness is concerned? Yeah, look, uh, I feel he's pretty, um, pretty forward for today, or as forward as we can, can have him. Um, he, did have a, he did have a jump out down there, probably just sort of over, over, over six weeks ago. Um, yeah, we were originally sort of looking at kicking him off in the... Uh, as a PB Lawrence there sort of a, a fortnight ago. Uh, but he's been to Mooney Valley a couple of times for, for some good hit outs there. So he's um, yeah, been able to keep a, a fair bit of work up to him um, at, at, at home. So obviously just sort of lacking that one one serious trial that we would have liked. But so we've sort of tried to make other measures where, where we can. And at the end of the day, he didn't sort of have a, a, a long period out from, um, from his Queensland campaign. The, the idea was sort of always to, to turn him around quickly and try and sort of take advantage of that, that fitness course. He was pretty likely race there in, in, in Queensland and, and sort of try and get the run on a couple here in, in, in Melbourne. So, um, yeah, obviously sort of would love to run, do things a, a little bit differently, but he's still under the circumstances nice and forward for today. 
his asset in the past is he's very adaptable. He can be ridden on speed or off speed or um, have you had a look at his field as far as the makeup is concerned? Where, where would you like to see him settle? Yeah, look, I, I think from that draw, naturally like to see him that little bit closer than um, than what we saw him up in, 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 in Queensland. Uh, you know, sort of found a couple of races up there with, with, with some good speed. May not be that same same sort of tempo um, here today, so it might be able to sort of naturally see him a bit closer just in behind them. Talk to me about this horse, AC Express. He's, he's, he's sort of sneaking under the radar. He seems to be a horse heading in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. Um, thought plenty of him as, as, as a young horse. He, he put a couple of wins together there as a three-year-old, and um, we, we, we took him to you know, sort of the, the, might have been the Dulcify sort of 12 months ago. Um, he went around uh, pretty short in the market on, on that occasion, but um, pulled up, had a had a wind issue, which is, uh, you know, he's had the um, you know, the corrective surgery since and, and come back and, and um, you know, put a couple of nice runs together. So I think he's ready to sort of fulfil that promise and um, going ahead in the right manner. Um, should improve off that last run, seen, seen that in his work. So I naturally think the, the step up in trip looks to be looks to be ideal for him considering sort of how strong he was through the line there last, last, last start. Uh, this horse uh, in the up-and-coming uh, Kaboo, he, he, he presents very well today with a run under his belt. He does. Uh, you know, the, the, the first up run for him in the Rosebud were probably conditions where he was always going to be vulnerable, um, just sort of at that trip um, against that class uh, and sort of being first up off a, off a little break. Uh, just the speed probably had him a little bit out of his comfort zone there throughout. Uh, so I think the 1,300 ideal for him, um, but certainly fitness improved off that first up run and um, yeah, this was sort of the more suitable races for him now um, for the remainder of the campaign so I, I think from that draw he can, can roll forward, he's got the got the speed to do so um, and, and I think it uh, looks a lovely race for him uh, Rise of the Masses is a nice horse, he, is he sharp enough for 1100? I, I do think he'll be better placed over the 14, potentially 16 uh, later in the campaign. So um, look up against a couple of sharp ones and, and some that sort of already had the run there. He, he may find them uh, may find them a bit sharp and uh, maybe may even early may, may find them too sharp. So if we can sort of slot in um, just in behind them uh, or, or thereabouts would certainly be ideal in the run. But um, I think he's hopefully going to run better than what the odds suggest, uh, but certainly going to be better placed once you get over a little bit further later in the preparation. You're taking a couple of Kembla, race two Pantanario is, uh, looks a chance, good chance. Yeah, yeah, she'll be the only one of the two that end up going around out of them. But um, yeah, she's she's back in great shape, trialled up well. Um, obviously, sort of plenty plenty of class through her uh, two-year-old form, but certainly seems a much more stronger, mature filly, so hopefully you can kick off in the right manner. Lovely. Uh, Adrian, uh, I suppose you, you have this, uh, uh, the army of two-year-olds in there at the moment. If you're a two-year-old in there, Right now, you, you might just get to the early trials. They're not that far away, the, the official two-year-old trials. What are you seeing amongst the two-year-olds? And, of course, um, Gay would love to have something up and running early, as you would. Yeah, definitely. Um, they, they, come, they do come around very quick. I think the uh, official two-year-old trials there, uh, less, than, less than a month away. So I hope you have a, a representation there. Uh, but also now, I, I guess, sort of races, sort of like the, the, the golden gift has sort of changed a little bit of the preparation as well um, in terms of sort of how how early and some of them are up. So I tried to get a good spread um, with a few sort of coming in that little bit little bit later as well. Uh, so it can be hard to sort of have them firing this early and, and, and still being up for a race such as that. Um, 
but yeah, a, a couple that I think will be able to represent represent us at the official trials and, and push on to those early couple of two-year-old races as well. Give us give us one body. Give us one. What's it by? What's it by? What's uh, it doing? A couple of uh, Russian Revolution. We've got a lovely colt by him. Um, I'm Philly by him as well. I think um, yeah, they, they certainly seem to be nice, sharp, precocious types. You'll keep Henry Field very happy. Adrian, well done and good luck today. Thanks very much. Good on you. Adrian Bott, yeah, not too far away. Ronnie, I think uh, from memory yourself and, and, and Greg and Ali might, have, you know, might cover those official trials and they're just around the corner for the babies. Yeah, well, it's always, uh, I love the two-year-olds, early two-year-olds. You can get an opinion, you can be let down, but uh, you, you, I love to go there and, and, and have a look at these, you know, how they've broken in and well, they're, they're all broken in so well these days and how they how they they, they perform on their first, well, their, their first adventure. Um at the track, walking around the theatre of the horse and um, out of the barriers and uh, it's always a, a, a good guide and it's amazing how those first trials always, that form always holds up. There's, there are always the horses that put their hand up and say, yep, I'm ready to go at two and some aren't, they put them back in the paddock but there, there seems to be a lot of really good form out of the first two-year-old barrier trials of the season. Was it Merlin or Bint Masquet, your favourite two-year-old of all time, Ron? I just can't remember. Oh, Bint Masquet. <laughs> um, here it is. It's a, an old story, but uh, she was my favourite by a long way. She was something else. Um, a man who, well, he, he'd like to get a um, two-year-old up and going. I'm sure there's something there, but he's probably more focusing on Tab Everest at the moment, amongst other races, is Joe Pride. He's with us. Good morning to you, Joe. Good morning, Richard. That's a good reminder for me. I better get my babies broken in. We're going to swing you around, Joe. <laughs> I'm fine. How is Eddie? Great. Yeah, couldn't be happier with him. So, um, ready to go to the races next Saturday. Exciting. Um, he's had a kind of a slightly different prep this, this year, having uh, last year come off a of Queensland winter and a, a 10,000 when he sort of. He was able to start off in the shorts and, and start off with a bang, where this time he's had a long spell. But he's had a couple of trials to get ready, and I think a thousand is an appropriate distance for him to, to go first up. But uh, yeah, very exciting. He must have been over the moon with Stockman the other day. Didn't he go well? Yeah, really happy with that. It's always a good indication with those those good stayers, sprint well fresh that they're in for a good prep. You know, he's got speed in his legs. Um, yeah, he's, he's primarily, a, well, exclusively, really a wet tracker. Um, but it looks like, given the long-range forecast, he'll get opportunities and he's going to sort of follow a path, Chelmsford, uh, Kingston Town, into the Metrop. So, okay. um, and that's probably, you know, the Kingston Town and the Metrop are probably the big goals for him, and uh, I'd like to think he'll be, oh, I'm sure he will be very competitive in them. Yep. Uh, race six today, Ruben Oki, uh, she's a genuine mare. She's had a, a little freshen up in a trial. You happy with her? Yeah, she's, she's exactly as she presents, you know, very very honest and genuine. And, you know, if, um, if this fire, and I find it hard to get along in the Melbourne, but this fire is a really a really good horse on the way up, you know, he's probably going to beat a mare like her. Um, but she, she'll she give him something to chase. And um, I, I really like the way she trialled here last week. And she's one of these winter horses coming off a little fresh. And uh, it's always interesting to try to line them up against, you know, horses sort of on the way up or, or coming in for a spring campaign. Uh, you've also got Lady Brooke there, who's got quite a good record with the bar plates. <laughs> I knew you'd point out the bar plates. Uh, they're very light bar plates, Ronnie. No, no, you're not going to talk me into it. <laughs> <laughs> she beat Ruben off you last, uh, two starts ago, and she, she was a victim of that meeting that got called off. She was meant to run, uh, didn't get to run, and didn't get to troll, and had four weeks between runs. So she's definitely a forgive run her last run. If you watch her run 
she loomed up um, and then just couldn't go on with the last little bit. But three weeks between runs, back to the 1100s, a good setup for her. Mm. Well, here's one you did break in early, Charlatan. Um, yeah. He's. Uh, well, it's his time, this preparation. He's got to put his hand up now. You've given him the time, and he's always promised to come back well at three. And w- what's your assessment of him? Yeah, really happy with him. So he's had the three trials, and, um, you know, I, I was sort of planning on running in a, in a maiden start off his prep, but um, the, the nom at, uh, and the acceptance this week at Kemble is just as, you know, insurance um, plan against wet weather. Um, but I'm happy to run him against these horses. These are horses. I'm convinced he's on his way to, to big things and um, I don't mind sort of starting him off. I think 1300 is the right sort of distance for him. I can see him getting a mile, no problems. He may even be a spring champion horse. So I think 1300 is a, a nice distance for him. Um, he's just such a lovely colt. I'll be, I'll be very surprised if he doesn't run a, a great race today and sort of set himself up well for a, um, for a spring campaign. Okay, that's interesting. You say a mile, and maybe possibly even a little further. That's the impression he gives. He's just—he's a strong horse. He, he just lacks that a little bit of acceleration. Um, what is his pedigree telling you as far as uh, distance? Uh, yeah, he'll run? kind of a doomsday mare. Who I'm pretty sure. Well, I know it's Arcadia Queen's family, um, mm-hmm. and those—that's a really strong family, and they produce a lot of horses that run a mile and beyond. Um, so the Shalau, I don't know so much about it. I don't think anyone does. He's a, a young fan. But it's more the way he presents to me and just the way he's come back. Um, I know Nash is very much of that opinion, and he'll be his jockey this preparation. Um, he just couldn't make that weight today. He's 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 thinking he's a guinea horse every day, every day of the week. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what um, what he does today. But I'm, as I said, I'm sure he'll start off with a, with a good run. Mm-hmm. And you finish uh, with the last with Zuchak uh, resuming. Uh, any expectations there? Oh, look, he's, he's lacking fitness, and I've given him a couple of trials, but he, he missed it. He missed basically missed the whole carnival. So um, he just had a couple of soundness issues. He's back and he's good now. But I would anticipate he could run a nice race. Especially he did last time. I think he ran third to count the rupee. Um, but I, I think he'll just build into his prep, and he's, he's more a seven furlong horse. Okay. Uh, the replicant got any chance in the last at Kembla? Yeah, he should run well. Um, he he's been honest all preparation, hasn't missed a place. It's blinkers on for the first time today, and he finally gets a decent sized field with a bit of pressure. Been running around in these really small fields. I mean, the maiden when he's against two other horses, so I think he'll appreciate a, a bigger field and a bit of pressure, and that should see him run well. Beautiful, uh, Joe. You can talk all about these Saturday horses and these uh, these carnival horses you like, but next Wednesday I, I know a horse named Think About It. Nom to run. How's the big fella? Yeah, really good. Yeah, he galloped well here this morning and uh, he's a very promising horse. Um, you know, and, and it gives you confidence when a horse like him, you know, being by, by so you think, um, he gets quality horses, you know, and um, you just see him getting better as he gets older. So uh, he'll, we'll, we'll assess him after the run here on Wednesday. Um, but uh, yeah, I think going forward, just a, yeah, hopefully a group horse in the make. Yeah, he's a beauty. Another another good one for for Jamie Walter and his proven thoroughbreds. Joe, thanks to chat uh, for the chat as always and the Eduardo update. Good luck today. Great, thanks very much, guys. So uh, Joe Pride, yeah, he's, uh, uh, I, I think Ronnie is probably on the record as saying he hasn't quite had a team like this coming through. You know, we haven't even talked about Private Eye too much, but the no. Joe Pride Yard, they're in they're in good shape coming into the spring. Touch touch wood, a lot to happen. <laughs> yep, for sure. No, he's got a lovely little string there. Yeah.
Okay, well, Racing HQ, look, it's good to have you with us uh, as we work our way through a Saturday morning of racing. This Father's Day, Drum and Golf is giving you the chance to win the ultimate golfing experience for your dad and a friend to the 2022 Australian Open at the Victoria Golf Club, valued at $8,500. To win, simply purchase a Drum and Golf gift card, valued at $50 or more, from any Drum and Golf store, either in store or on line between August 4 and September 4 and you'll go into the draw to win. Visit drumandgolf.com.au for full terms and conditions. Drum and Golf, Australia's biggest. So uh, ACT permit number uh, 22012330 and of course South Australian license number T2290. Racing HQ Saturday, it's around 27 minutes to 8. Great to have you with us, whether you're watching on Sky Thorough, Red Central 1, the radio or the Tab app. We'll take a short break. Back with more. Spring is in the air this Saturday with Tab. And for all races at Rose Hill, Caulfield and Eagle Farm, place a tote win bet in venue or on course with the Tab app. And if your horse runs second, third or even fourth, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on all races at three big tracks this Saturday, but only at your local Tab. Download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote win bet only. Placed in Tab venues. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. I reckon the best bit about running your own trades business is the late nights doing paperwork. You know who said that? No one. Because no one likes f***ing paperwork. That's why I got Fergus to take care of it. Quoting, invoicing, job cards, scheduling, all that. Fergus sorts it. Thanks. Fergus Job Software. Tradies swear by it. Visit fergus.com slash radio where you'll get a $200 discount to get you started. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaturahandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Supply gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. Can you imagine the thrill and bragging rights of owning a runner on the road to qualifying for the Melbourne Cup? Well, that dream can now be a reality with the Racing League. The horse is called Team Captain and is trained by Matt Kamani and is now firmed into $41 to win the Melbourne Cup. This is truly a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to live that Melbourne Cup dream. It all starts for team captain today at Caulfield in the listed Heatherly Stakes, building towards that first Tuesday in November at Flemington. The amazing thing is you can still buy into this ongoing concern and own your share of team captain and have a runner on the road to the race that stops the nation. You can own a share of Team Captain for just $260 and then $20 a month to cover all costs. Simply go to trl.net 
AFSL licence 223671. Thinking about our next guest uh, uh, to join us, we almost do, but uh, as we get that organised, as our uh, team do that, I might run through some scratchings for you for Rosehill Gardens today. 25 scratchings uh, at the moment for Rosehill Gardens, a soft 5, penetrometer 5.3, and um, uh, let's, uh, the rails and the true. So let's take a look at the scratchings today for Rose Hill Gardens in Sydney. Uh, race one, take out eight, Pink Panther, 15, two star, and 17, airliner. Eight, 15, and 17 from race one. Race two, scratch one, Ocean Miss, five, Roots, and nine, Artie's Aura. So one, five, and nine from race two. Race three, scratch number three, She's a Maneater. Race four, scratch number one, Oxford Tycoon, one, or Machiavellian, 10, Boudoir, 12, Kimberley Rain, and 18, Air to Air. She'll be going around there in race two now. Uh, oh, race five is clear. <clears throat> race six, out comes one, Conscript, two, Liberty Sun, seven, Catesby, and 11, Belieber. So race six, take out one, two, seven, and 11. Race seven, scratch number 10, Arcaneur, and 11, El Rocco, 10 and 11 from race number seven. Race six, uh, race eight, take out six, Back Rower, and nine, Hell I Am, so six and nine from race eight. Race nine, scratch number six, Sebenak, uh, in the last little while, and number 12, Ebhar, six and 12 from race nine. And race number 10, scratch one, Dajran, seven, Hellfest, and 10, Sir Le Maire. So they are the scratchings there, 25 in total for Rose Hill Gardens today. We'll uh, update those again at around about 10 to 8 this morning. But uh, I suppose, uh, Ronnie, no, no massive surprises there, but I heard you on form line the other night. You were prepared to give um, Sebenak certainly another chance, but unfortunately he won't be there. Yeah, there might be a, yeah, there might be something else in the wings for him. He's probably going to be peaking up for probably 1,400 metre race. They might be wanting a, a 1,200 metre race next for him, so uh, keep an eye on him. He's better than what you saw the other day. He's a lovely horse. I reckon that last race, Ronnie, the, uh, this, this benchmark 88, well, this might be a little listed race in disguise. Um, good test for Shades of Rose, and we'll, we'll break it down more with Brad Gray soon, but that's a hell of a race to finish off today. Yeah, it is. Um, the few scratchings has just taken a little sting out of it with, you know, a very interesting Dars run coming out and Hellfest didn't come from Melbourne and the informed Sir Lemur's just taken that little bit of sting out of it and it's probably helped uh, the favourite Shades of Rose. It'll be interesting to see... What Maotai does from a more awkward draw today. It was beautiful. I, I should have asked Yui about him. Um, he was beautiful the other day as a gelding. He relaxed nicely behind the lead, but you'd still like to see him do it from a, a little bit awkward draw. He's got a bit of a mind of his own, uh, but if he can put two together, he's um, he's back in business. Chris Waller's uh, joining us for a chat on race morning to go through his team. Uh, Chris, uh, congratulations on Thursday night. A, a big night for yourself and, and your team with uh, all, all these awards presented and champion trainer, of course. Well done. And uh, we get up this morning and, and it's on again. G'day, Chris. Good morning, boys. Thanks very much, Richard. Yeah, it was a good night. And, um, yeah, we're in a, in a strong jurisdiction that's well run. And it's a pleasure to be training here as simple as that. And our team make the most of it most Saturdays. 
Yep, and it's a strong team too, Chris. And you start off with this uh, very interesting mare, Frumos. We we all saw that the other day, and uh, obviously a total forgive. Yeah, yep. Um, that's that's exactly how it was. Um, Billy was doing his best to try and ride to the track, and I think it's like all things track bias, uh, weather, wind, and all sorts. It, it, it is obvious, but when you overdo it, um, it can backfire, and that was as simple as that. So she's bounced out of the run very well, and she looks to get a chance today. Interestingly, a similar draw, but it's down to a field of six now, so about three will be complicating things. Uh, no. Um, you've also got Mystic Mermaid. Well, look, she's just out of maiden class, but she's, uh, she's been around the mark. Yeah, James McDonald's been riding her, but can't ride because of the weight today, and he's been at him, and as soon as she gets a better track, he's ready to ready to fire. So that's been an easier races, not against Frumos. So that's the only stumbling block today for her, because she should improve. Uh, you had roots there, is it all well there? Is it just another option for her? Didn't think she could uh, be through us, so she's going to be saved and run Wednesday at Warwick Club. Okay. Uh, Born of Kings had a great preparation. Um, he's in terrific form. He's won two from three at Rose Hill. Good at Flemington. Just looks a. Uh, you found another benchmark 78 with a claim. It just looks ideal. Yeah, yeah, he's found good form. He's, he's been down in Melbourne ready to go, but didn't get the right opportunities, so we've brought him back. Uh, but he looks great, and as you say, he's worth the claim, good draw, good track. There's plenty of positives there. This way, head of state's been a challenge for you? Yeah, we're not completely convinced that he's got full confidence back. He's healthy, he's working well, everything's in order, but it's just a matter of getting that confidence back. So we're hoping a better track might just be a bit of improvement today. Probably expecting a little more from Milafare last time, but maybe the 2,000 metres might be uh, more her go today. Yeah, James was adamant about that when he hopped off the last start. She's going well, just needs distance. So it's it today. But I'm like you, I thought she might have had a win next to her name before now. Um, so, yeah, let's hope the 2,000 metre distance is all she's looking for. First light maps well. Yep, and he's getting up for more suitable trips. He's more a 2,400 metre horse, but he's been very keen. So I'm hoping Nash can just switch him off early today from the good gate. And as you say, maps well, and um, you'll see more from him over 2,000. Yui uh, seems to think Oz Legend might go better on a drier track. We haven't seen him on a drier track. No, yeah, 100%. He's probably struck a tough race. There's a few of them there that are in form and ready to ready to fire but yeah he's been adamant he's going well and similar to first light quite keen does a few little things wrong so probably doesn't map as well as some of the others in the race but there's no knock on him he's a, he's a decent horse once he gets conditions to suit um race five Elias, a start off race for him yeah very much so um yeah it'd be a bit short I and mean, he'll probably go straight to 2000 second up a gear change with true detective yeah he's He's, he's never far away, but I just thought his last couple of runs have been plank, so blinkers go back on. Uh, he has one with them on before, I think. And, yeah, tricky gate, not a lot of speed, so I guess he'll well forward and, and be up on, up on the pace. Grace and Harmony's a lovely mare. Um, unlike you, a benchmark 78 or benchmark 100. <laughs> Still fits into the weight 
weight zone though, so um, she's not really out of the grade, I can think. Um, and 53 kilos, it's a bit of a luxury weight. So, look, I, I guess she's 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 a listed winner. Um, so that gives you a bit of confidence racing them in a in a benchmark 100 race. So our uh, first up run was terrific. And she's, yeah, she should take good benefit from that, and I really like her. Okay. Uh, race seven, Cabone. He's a uh, more of a stay, a Kabochi, I should say, more of a staying type. Yeah, placed in the Queensland Derby, um, likely to need a run or two. But I think it could be one of those horses that will mature at four and be in for a good prep. Colino, nice draw, going well. Yeah, got confidence back last start and this preparation. He's been model of consistency and gets a nice run from Barrier Five and should be very hard to beat. Okay, and uh, uh, Grisilli Styler wasn't a bad run there first up. Yeah, Huey's always got a soft spot for him, and today it's a, a step up in grade, but big track, good track, should suit. Talk to me about this as Waterford. He seems to have a quick, very big boom on him quickly. He's obviously it was good winning a midweek maiden on a heavy track. His trials are good, and you've thrown him straight into a Saturday race here. Yeah, I'd be more concerned about his rating against these horses than Grace and Harmony because yeah, he's basically won a maiden and racing against seasoned Saturday horses, which is not easy. So that's a, a concern for us, but I like the Rose Hill track for a horse like this. He's a big boy. He um, took a while to find his action and did a few little things wrong in his Warwick Farm run last prep. And I just think Rose Hill helped him get organised. and I think he'd like, like we saw with with Conqueror, which we'll come to, they do, horses do need ringcraft in Sydney. It's not as straightforward as it seems, and that's the only knock on him. I think he'll go beyond most of the horses in this race in time, but whether he's ready for it today is my only concern. Okay. Two very nice cults here, um, Basquiat and Conqueror. Um, Basquiat, he's, he's trained on nicely. I think he's from a family that will improve at three. There's plenty of ticks there for me. And he gets a nice run from Barrier 5 and Conqueror, as we briefly touched on. He didn't do much wrong in his first up run, but just a few little things. He's been back to the trials. He jumped well in the trial and ran nice and straight. So, yeah, from Barrier 2, he gets a lovely run. and um, It's hard for me to, to split them, and there's obviously others in the race that are going to run well, but I think now's the time and races like this will start to see some stars emerge and hopefully one of these if not both are one of those we're talking about after the races today and this was in the last mile and Nui hasn't lived up to probably expectations but uh, he's had a couple of months off and he's gelded today yeah hoping that'll make the difference Ron um, tricky gate so he'll just go back with heaps of speed so find a back to follow from the 600 and hopefully we see him attack the line but I'd like to see him run a bit better. Okay, beauty. What time's the run this morning? Oh, I might be going a bit early. I think there's getting too much publicity. How far do you run, Chris? Uh, is it, is uh, it two laps? Five case. Five case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't need more attention, that's for sure. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do, you build, do you build in there with Chris or is it just sort of the one steady pace? Uh, as, as fast as I can go and, and um, 
And um, that's not real far. <laughs> I see you've worn Charlie down. He doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, he's hit on this. Very hit on this. He, uh, he's every third week or so. As the young young generation seem to do. Not as consistent. No. No, I've noticed that. He's, uh, I, he, was I, I, there. <laughs> he was very loyal there. He was very loyal there for the first six months he was with you, and now he sort of <laughs> settled, set it into his rhythm. Yeah, exactly. He's on too good a wicket, I think. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, Chris, um, you know, there are, there are vets handy and... I believe there's a physio there with, with ice packs if required afterwards, I suppose. <laughs> Most importantly, I bought one of those heart, heart start machines uh, <laughs> for this table. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as long as it doesn't need to be used too often, that's, that's, that's the main thing. Chris, yeah. good luck today. Always good to catch up with you on race morning and go through them, and we'll do it again soon during the spring. Good luck. Thanks, gentlemen. Yeah, there he is. Uh, Chris Swaller and um, uh, Ronnie, I saw they put their uh, their reports out as they do on a on a Friday, and he and Charlie, I think they did them after the awards night. They were driving home. They looked like James Bond and go, going through the Sydney streets in a bow tie and uh, and white shirts as they went through really? their runners. But but they're uh, that's yeah, that, that's what it's all about, I suppose. You have to let the uh, the punting fans know how their horses are going. Was Charlie okay? Was he? Did he have a drink or or was he driving? I, th I think Charlie was driving, and there were and there were certainly some comments. I think from Chris that there's a speed camera here, camera here so slow down <laughs> and don't over race or along uh, along those lines. But uh, anyway, big thanks to Chris uh, for joining us on race morning. Um, just before we dive into scratchings, Ronnie, uh, I know we don't look back too far, but just for those listeners that mightn't have heard you on you know, your, your Monday punters post mortem, uh, your take out of uh, Animo and, and those kinds of horses last weekend. Oh, well, I think it was a very strong race. Um, what else we got? You know, the, nearly the cream of the crop we saw there. I thought he was terrific. Everything went according to script. He showed that he could. Uh, he was much better first up 1400 as a more mature horse there. But there was some great runs behind the fangirls and and whatever. I think most of those horses got a, a tick. There was only a couple that, that probably the jury's out on that you want to see again. Mawanga, we want to see again. But other than that, it's got to be a high quality form race. It was a, a terrific contest. I think this weekend or next weekend we'll see, uh, I think we'll see like a, a She's Excited coming to the mix. I know Bjorn Baker likes that Wingardium. What'd you make of the Silver Shadow Girls? Uh, yep, uh, but still, I'm still on the fence with the three-year-olds until we get through today and maybe even next week with the fillies as well. So I'd hate to single one out because there's so many of them. There's some beautiful fillies in Melbourne today and some beautiful three-year-old colts in Melbourne. I think um, stay tuned um, as far as the three-year-old picture's concerned. It's a, it's a big... It's a big field at this stage, so, um, and I think she's extreme might be galloping after race one today. Yeah, you're right, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how she's developed because uh, she was pretty good in the champagne. You're not wrong. All right, Ronnie, we'll let you go and get yourself organised for the Sydney form, and we'll speak shortly. Thanks, Richard. Ron Duffy, of course, um, uh, the Sydney preview just put that back a little, little bit, which means we can have uh, Ron join us for the first couple of hours of the show. Thank you, Munns. That was Chris Waller driving uh, on uh, Thursday night, and the guys heading home, and they thought now's a good time to do our race previews to to put out for the for the viewers and the listeners. Uh, for, thank you, Chris and Charlie. But all the you know, all the stables do this kind of thing, or not all the stables, but most of them, and uh, very accessible uh, are all these stables to to the punter out there. So big thanks to those who joined us for the chats this morning, the interviews. Hopefully as as listeners you've been able to glean a, a winner or two 
uh, and who you want to be with. Don't forget the Behind the Gates multi uh, from 10 o'clock. Um, I've given myself up. I'm, a, I'm an old flame person today. I thought he'd run a great race. I'm happy to have him for uh, for my multi, but we'll hear who Darren Flindell likes. Davo, Brad Davidson on the big stage all day and hurls all those latest tab prices and where the money's gone after 10 o'clock. With Behind the Gates, we're shooting for our third winning week in a row. So you know uh, how this ends. But we'll have a crack and, and, and see how we go. I think Hurls might have gone with Gracilla Styler at Handy Yards. Anyway, we'll, we'll see how we go uh, later in the morning. Let's tidy up scratchings around the nation now for you. And uh, we'll come back to Rose Hill Gardens. What are we about? Um, seven minutes to eight, 25 scratchings still there at Rose Hill Gardens. And uh, whether they're yeah, they're, they're finalised, they're done. So 25 scratchings, Rose Hill Gardens, soft five. Penetrometer 5.3, rail true. We hope these scuddy showers uh, do stay away for the day. Race one, uh, Rose Hill Gardens, scratch eight, Pink Panther, 15, two star, and 17, airliner, eight, 15, and 17 from race one. Race two, take out one, Ocean Miss, five, Roots, and nine, Artie's Aura, one, five, and nine from race two. Race three, out comes number three, She's a Maneater. Race four, scratch one, Oxford Tycoon, six, or Machiavellian, 10, Boudoir, 12, Kimberley Rain, and 18, Air to Wear, who will appear in race two. Race five is as per program, race six, here comes number one, Conscript, two, Liberty Sun, and seven, Catesby, also number 11, Belieber. So race six, Rose Hill, here comes one, two, seven, and 11. Race 7, take out 10, Arcaneur, and 11, El Rocco, 10 and 11 from race 7. Race 8, scratch 6, back rower, and 9, Hell I Am, 6 and 9 from race 8. Race 9, scratch number 6, Sebenak, and 12, Ebhar, 6 and 12 from race 9. And race 10, take out 1, Dajran, 7, Hellfest, and 10, Sir Lemaire, 1, 7 and 10 from the 10th and last at Rose Hill Gardens. Uh, big day of racing from Port Macquarie today as well. Saw the team there put out a bit of social media, so good luck to the Port Macquarie team. Good meeting up there. Likewise, Galagambone and Binger, a couple of great bush meetings uh, happening in New South Wales today. If you're going, have a good time. They are a lot of fun, those country meetings. Uh, Kembla Grange today, soft five at Kembla. The rail's out eight metres from the 1100 to the winning post, out six metres for the remainder. Uh, overcast conditions meant to be for an eight-race program. Jay Switham and Wayne Harris will bring you uh, all the action on Sky Thoroughbred Central. 26 scratchings for Kembla. Race one, takeout number 10, Charlatan. We'll see him at Rose Hill Gardens today. Race two, out comes one, Echo Sunshine. Two, Hail to the Queen. Six, Eagle Nest. Seven, Fun Sunday. And 11, Tot of Rum. One, two, six, seven and 11. Race three, take out number two, Buenos Notches and five, Hiyami. Two and five out of race three, so Buenos Notches will have a throw at the stumps in the good race today. Race four, scratch number nine, Leonay's Lunch and 11, Fear the Truth. Nine and 11 from race four at Kembla. Race five, out comes five, Absolute Star. Eight, Narnia and 10, Great Southern Land. Five, eight, and 10 out of race five at Kembla. Race six, scratch four, River Brook. Five, Diva Bell. 
or David Bella, I should say, six Macomo, 10 Rapidity, and 12 Weekend Affair. Four, five, six, 10, and 12 from race six. Race seven, Kembler, scratch three, Diva, uh, Diva Bella, four, Van Dangle, seven, Loving Chiller, nine, Silver Thorn, 12, Mayhem, and 15, Salsonic, three, four, seven, nine, 12, and 15 from race seven. Race eight, take out three, Kokoro, and seven, Sebring's Rose, three and seven out of race eight. Right as you mightn't have, race five, 13, Stella, Simone, Kobe Jennings, and race eight, number 15. Papadum is Jess Taylor. Details there for Kim LaGrange Racing today. Let's go to Queensland and Eagle Farm, the venue for a nine race program. They're on a good four. The rail's at seven metres and we have a total of 32 scratchings. Penetrometer 5.88. Race one, Eagle Farm. Take out one, Cecil Street. Three, Gamelon Bolt. Eight, Fetch. Ten, Laprezi. Twelve, She's a Tigress. 13 Sid's Footprints and 16 Skillord. 2, 3, 8, 10, 12, 13 and 16 from race 1. Race 2 is clear. Race 3 take out 5 Naminga, 6 Rebel County and 8 Durrani. Uh, th uh, 5, 6 and 8 from race 3. Race four is cleared. Race five, take out nine, Russian Warrior. Race six, scratch one, indiscreetly. Six, Visceral, and eight, Kokopo Kitty. One, six, and eight out of race six. Race seven, scratch one, Ice in Vancouver. Three, Dubai Tycoon. Nine, Cold Hard Fact. Twelve, Vast Karma. Uh, 13, Voulet. 15, Beau Rumble. 17, Sid's Footprints. 18, He's the News. And 19, Money in My Pocket. So race seven, Eagle Farm. Out comes one, three, nine, 12, 13, 15, 17, 18 and 19. Race eight, take out one Del Toro, two Genzai the Wolf, five Mashani Fraudster, 10 Hamilton Hill, uh, 11 Tudor Music and 14 Elegist. One, two, five, 10, 11 and 14 from race eight. Race nine, scratch two Love Planet, four Neutron and number 16, Zuzu uh, Kakanakis. 2, 4 and 16 from race 9. They're at Eagle Farm. Let's go to Caulfield, Bemsey Stakes Day. A big day of racing, Group 1 racing. Nine races there at Caulfield. They start on a soft 6. Hope the fog's lifted. Rail is in the true for the entire. 19 scratchings for Bemsey Stakes Day. Race 1, take out 1. Born a King, 10 Gone West and 15 Spirit of Gold. 1, 10 and 15 from race 1. Race 2, take out 2. Sir Le Maire. Race three, out comes five, Grin, uh, Grinzinger Alley, 10, Logan Street Lion, 12, Home Rule, 13, Attractable, and 16, Danistar, 5, 10, 12, 13, and 16 from race three. Race four, out comes one, Just Folk, 11, Blazer Trail, and 13, Turn on the Charm, one, 11, and 13 from race four. Race five, out comes 14, Sir Juggernaut. Race six, take out one, Oxley Road, and two, Kalos, one and two from race six. Race seven, out comes number four, Argentia. Race eight is clear, and race nine, take out one, Spanish Mission this morning. Uh, 12, Le Chevalier, and 16, he's our Bonneval. One, 12, and 16 
from the ninth and last race one number six spanish tides blake shin welcome back to racing in this part of the world blake uh waiting on a rider for race two number four zamoe race four number six high stranger harry coffee and race nine number nine jimmy the bear is t.o nugent cross to morpherville in south australia to take a look at the details there for racing on the park circuit today 10 races soft six roll out three meters the entire for morpherville 17 scratchings are this way race one take out number three super sharp race two number eight i need a drink race three number three galactic rock four red hot star and nine mint memory three four nine from race three race four take out number one estrapaz and number six zoo hope one and six from race four race five take out 13 possum born and 14 eight rubies 13 14 from race five race six take out number nine nz beer and number 10 lady main nine and ten from race six race seven scratch number eight keep reading race eight take a number eight eyes never lie and 15 sir mays eight and 15 from race nine uh, race eight pardon me race nine now comes four pindaric and six territory titan four and six from race nine and race 10 take out number 11 agrimony uh, they are your scratchings there for your day of racing at morpherville in south australia uh, so uh, Racing HQ, what are we, a minute past eight, two minutes past eight. Can you imagine the thrill and bragging rights of owning a runner on the road to qualifying for the Melbourne Cup? Well, that dream can now become a reality with the Racing League. The horses called team captain and to be trained by Matt Kamani has now firmed into $41 to win the Melbourne Cup. This truly is a once in a lifetime opportunity to live that Melbourne Cup dream. It all starts for team captain today at Caulfield in the listed Heatherly Stakes building towards that first Tuesday in November at Flemington. The amazing thing is you can still buy into this going concern and own your share of team captain and have a runner on the road to the race that stops a nation. You can own your share of team captain for just $260 and then 20 bucks a month to cover all costs. Simply go to trl.net, AFSL licence number 223671. Three minutes past eight, Racing HQ will take a break. On the other side, Ron Duffersey is joined by Brad Gray and Glenn Munsey. We'll have a really good look at San Domenico Stakes Day and Mark Van Gestel, Chairman of Stewards, is not far away either. Stay with us. Standing at Aquas Queensland in 2022 is Divine Profit. His yearlings have sold to $375,000. He has all the attributes of a top-class sire. By Choisir, a leading dual hemisphere sire. Incredible physique and Group 1 racetrack performance. He stands for $16,500, including GST. For more information on Divine Profit, contact JD, PK or Penny from the Aquas sales team or visit aquasfarm.com. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. New to Dali in 2022. It's a two-length lead for Palace Pier. Races towards the line and Palace Pier is the winner of the Queen Anne. He recorded nine number ones. 
five at Group 1 level. But Palace Pier looks too strong. Palace Pier, he's all class, this champion, Moyla. Introducing Palace Pier, Kingman's greatest hit, standing at Darling. If you've been in a car accident and it's not your fault, you've got rights. I didn't know that. Yes, you have a legal right to a car similar to the one you were driving. Just call Right to Drive right where you are. They'll arrange an accident loan car to be delivered to your door. It'll keep you on the road until your car's ready to be picked up from the repairers. And it's at no cost to you. I didn't know that either. So if you've had an accident with another car that's not your fault, remember righttodrive.com.au. Conditions apply. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price, guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. TNC Supply Gamble Responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. This Father's Day, Drum and Golf is giving you the chance to win the ultimate golfing experience for your dad and a friend to the 2022 Australian Open at the Victorian Golf Club, valued at $8,500 to win. Simply purchase your Drum and Golf gift card, valued at $50, uh, or more from any Drum and Golf store, either in-store or online, between the 4th of August and the 4th of September, and you go into the draw to win. Visit drumandgolf.com.au for full terms and conditions. Drum and Golf, Australia's biggest. ACT permit number 2201230, South Australian licence number T22983. All roads lead to Rosehill Gardens for San Domenico Stakes Day. Let's hope it's a quiet and uneventful day for the Stewards Panel. Chairman of Stewards, Mark Van Gestel is there. G'day, Mark. Morning, Richard. How are you? Really well. Spring rolls on. Uh, just hope this truck can be on the improve, but another good day of racing ahead of us. No, really looking forward to it, and uh, obviously some nice three-year-olds coming back, and uh, hopefully the, the weather's kind to us throughout the day. Uh, we might hear from you now, Mark, as far I'm, I'm tipping Frumos gets a mention here in some way, shape or form, but uh, can you give us an idea of some horses in this meeting that have jumped out to you guys to let the listeners know about? Yeah, that's right, Richard. It certainly does get a mention, Frumos in race two, and uh, also in that same race uh, coming out of the Raduna race, hoping your heart, both those horses... Um, badly held up for clear running in the straight. We did talk to Hugh Bowman in respect to number two for Moss and essentially um, elected to take inside runs to ride with the pattern of the day and uh, unfortunately luck never came the horse's way. It was badly held up in the straight and in that same race, number four, Hope in Your Heart um, finished just uh, beside um, Moss in that race but similar story with it. Um, Tim Clark tried to attain clear running at the top of the straight uh, never got out and uh, went to the line without being tested so both those horses could improve in race five number eight arctic thunder from rose hill um on the 13th of august um it finished uh, eighth there behind surefire beating about three and a half lengths but from about the 350 to the 150 meters it was uh, held up for clear running once it got out it did find the line quite nicely and the final one to mention in race seven number 12 uh, graceful styler um, from Ramwick on the 6th of August, finished fourth behind Armacurd, beaten just over four lengths, but it did begin awkwardly on that occasion, bumped with another runner, had to be so steady near the 1,000 metres, and from about the 800 metres, race wide and without cover, but more significantly in the straight, um, when making ground, had to be severely checked um, when it was uh, quite badly uh, bumped by another runner and uh, lost a fair bit of momentum there and finished the race off well um, once it balanced up, so it's also one that could improve. 
Good on you, Mark. Thanks for the report, and uh, we'll see you at the races soon. Good luck today. Thanks, Richard. Good on you, Mark Van Gessel, Chairman of Stewards, for not that much longer. We know he's uh, leaving our shores to take up the posting in Hong Kong, and, of course, we wish him uh, the very best of luck. Uh, with, with that new appointment. He'll do a great job, no doubt. Uh, let's dive into the Sydney form talk. Ron Duff is here. Welcome back. Uh, much, uh, many amendments to your numbers here. How are you feeling about today? Uh, yeah, I've just lost a couple of runners there in the placings, but uh, all in all, got through it okay. Brad Gray's on the line, as always, to, to dissect this meeting. Brad, a very good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, fellas, and good morning to all the listeners. It seems a lifetime ago that we were at Kembla Grange uh, for this meeting, what, 12 months ago now, and <clears throat> the form through that race has been exceptional. I was having a quick look before the San Domenico. In the Congo, beat Pulele, Captive on Mautai, stay inside Marzu. So when you've got Marzu running last, if we get half the depth uh, subsequently through this year's race, I think we'll be doing well. But to echo Duff's thoughts, a pretty interesting meeting as far as punting-wise go. We've got three odds-on pops already, and you've got Best of Bordeaux right on the edge there at even money. So I guess we can only hope that the punters get the lot. Hey, Hainsey? Well, we'll see what Timmy Owen says as far as uh, the lay of the day goes and how the tab want to play this meeting uh, as we get through the day. I think we might be waiting for uh, Glenn Munsey to join us uh, with those tab prices. He's not too far away, Munz. Of course, he's, he's just be getting himself organised for the day. Um, but if he is not there, we might um, we might just dive into uh, the tab highway to start the day. And, and uh, when Munz does join us, he can elaborate with these prices. But it's literally $6 the field here um, as we get going uh, with this preview. 25 minutes to midday, uh, your tab highway today. Zaru, currently with the tab, is there as a $5 favour on the fixed market. Um, <coughs> Dream Game is there at $6.50. Rebel's Edge, we spoke to Cassandra this morning and there's been a little move there by the looks there at $7.50. Again, when Munns joins us, he can certainly uh, elaborate. Number five, Sky Diamonds at nine fifty. Out to Crop Duster, $10. Daksha, $13. And then Whispering uh, Kate at $13. Uh, Glenn Munsey, a very good morning to you on San Domenico Stakes Day. Yes, good morning to you, Richard. I've heard everything. I've heard your scratchings. I've heard uh, Mark Van Gessel and everything. I couldn't find anyone to pick me up here. <laughs> uh, but yes, and interesting to note, uh, a further 0.2 of a mil of rain uh, at Rose Hill. That's uh, according to the new weather tracking system there. So we're currently 2.5 mils of rain, and we had 2.3 mils of rain up until 6.30 this morning when the track was looked at there. So that is the advantage of the new weather tracking system. It tells you, uh, and currently a wind there of 4.6 kilometres, uh, uh, looking like uh, a uh, coming from uh, sort of the west there, uh, gusts up, uh, of up to 4.4 kilometres an hour and 92.9%, that'd be the humidity, it's 12 degrees. We just need to find a winner, Munns. We just need to find a winner. Can you tell me... <coughs> Honestly. Can you, can you tell me if the going stick was done again this morning or that's still yesterday's reading? No, that's uh, it was nine point. Uh, I think you'll find it was nine point four yesterday. It's okay, nine point so one this morning, is it? Okay, so it's, they've done yeah. it again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they, the one thing about it, it was interesting to hear Sean Patterson this morning. Sorry to digress, but I love to do it. Um, they don't work a horse on a Saturday morning at Rose Hill. They work a horse on the Friday morning. Uh, of course, Richard, you, when you, we turn up to, to Randwick, you're always there to watch the horses work. And I thought that was a little bit strange, considering we have had that rain overnight. Mm. Uh, I've, been a, I've been a race hill for the, for the radio and they've worked one on a Saturday morning. Or horses yeah, have worked but on the well, Sean said this morning they didn't work one this mm. morning. 
they worked one yesterday, but uh, the answer could be a pineapple. Right, uh, let's have a look at this market for the first. We start with Zeru here with the earmuffs pre-race, and it's a $5 chance. King of Spades, winkers go on, blinkers come off, the synthetic hoof filler comes off, and it's an $18 chance. We've got Dashkar with the blinkers on and the winkers off at $13. Dream Game at $6.50. Sky Diamonds with the cross noseband off at $9.50. Bailden is a $16 chance. Smooth Spree at $34. Pink Panther is not there. The deduction two cents a win at two cents a place. Rebel's Edge at $7.50. Socrates with the blinkers on, the earmuffs pre-race and the synthetic hoof filler off. It's a $34 chance. Crop Duster is a $10 chance. A few choice words at $18. California August at $34. Awesome Audrey at $23. Two Star is out. Two cents a win and nothing the place. Whispering Kate... Chad Schofield a half over here at $13. Airliner is out. It's running at Kembla. Five cents a win and six cents a place for it. Avatamento uh, is at uh, $23. And La Valkyrie is a $34 chance. As much as $126, bit about it. La Valkyrie, a bit of a car, but was $126 yesterday and $34 this morning. Uh, most popular runner here in the first is... Rebel's Edge, uh, as much as $26, given about it, um, now a $7.50 chance. But uh, there's money for about half a dozen of them here. Second pick would be King of Spades, and we've given as much as $51 it. Third pick is a few choice words, and the best price given there is $26. Uh, and then you go, oh, there's money for uh, Avatamento, uh, there's money for Crop Duster, uh, and there's also uh, money for Sky Dog. Diamonds, Bailden. So this is the best betting highway we've had for a very, very long while. On open market, Brad, can the speed map help us sort this out any better? Uh, in short, no. Um, <laughs> 16 runners and we've got no natural leader, which is very rare for these highways. So it leaves you scratching your head a little bit as to who will potentially take up the running. Uh, you're looking at maybe Avatamento from the inside draw. I wouldn't be surprised in the slides to see Dream Game. Nice and positive uh, from that widest draw. King of Spades won't be far away. And then you're probably looking at the likes of Whispering Kate from the wide gate. Zaru and a few choice words just parking up in behind. But anything goes here, Duff. Yeah, it's a trap race. Um, it's a, it's not a strong highway. This meeting is one of the meetings where I, you know, you're not going to go all in. Uh, but there's a couple of races here. You know, you'd like to spec a few at big odds, and you know, have maybe even two and three bets a race. And it's one of those meetings uh, where it could throw up some funny results. But I'm with Rebel's Edge here. I don't like the map for him. Um, I did love the look of the $26 when it went up, but that didn't last long. Um, look, he's just had no luck at all, this preparation. And if, you know, if Sammy can keep him in the first half of the field here and find a back to follow and get him out and get him mobile, I think uh, this little bit of rain this morning won't hurt him. And I've, I've got him on top. I think Zeru, well, he's got the the, highway, the Class 3 highway win under the belt and he gets the claim, so... Um, and he's back to a class two highway, so he's not badly treated here. Uh, dream game. Yep, I like what I've seen. He's an ex-Queenslander who, who Matt's got going really well. Um, he's been strong winning his, his two runs this preparation. And... 
couple that have really failed. Daksha, uh, the bias against wide no cover the other day, and it was just too well fancied. Uh, the, the previous run had shaped up pretty well, and there's a gear change with the blinkers there, uh, which apparently James McDonald said they should do. And the other one, and the horse I had something on the other day, Smoother Spree, uh, he just trialled too good before his first up run, and he went awful, but I'd cry if he got home. Uh, nine, one, four, and three. Similar numbers for me. I'm nine, one, two, and four. I've got Rebel's Edge on top as well. Getting skinny now for a horse that generally gets back and needs things runs to suit, uh, but he's knocking on the door, isn't he? If everything falls into place, he's going to be hard enough to beat. Uh, he is flying just without luck. Zaru, the key to him is just the, how well he maps. He's just going to camp in behind the speed. He got the run of the race last start, got the job done, that elusive second career win, uh, and there's every chance that he can go right on with it now. Uh, he's well-placed after the claim with Dylan Gibbons. The horse that I keep looking at at odds here is King of Spades. Now, it looks horrible in the form guide last start, but he did pull up two out of five lame. Uh, I think he's much better placed on a firmer track. He's going to lob into a perfect spot. If he's not leading, he's just going to park outside the lead. And you go back to his two runs prior to that, fought out the finish with good omens, a pretty handy galloper, at least at provincial level, uh, for Brad Widdop. And prior to that, hit the line with some deal uh, at Cowra. So that form obviously stacks up, and around that $20 price, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the finish somewhere and dream game. Best of the rest, uh, perfectly placed out to the 1,400 metres third up. So nine, one, two, and four. Looking at Darren Flindell, he'll call the, all the actions today. Darren Flindell, he'll be behind the gates here at 10 o'clock as well. One Zaru to beat nine Rebels Edge, two King of Spades and three Daksha. One, nine, two and three for Darren in the first at Rosewood Gardens today. Race two is the agency real estate handicap here. Munns benchmark 78 for the girls over the 1,500 metres. What are we doing with Frumos at the moment? Yeah, and just back to that first race, that $26 lasted four minutes, Ronnie, and the $23 lasted another two minutes after that. Yeah. Uh, right, uh, the second here, we've got Ocean Miss. There's a scratching three cents a win and four cents a place. Frumos, $1.65. That person that just had 5000 not at $1.60 uh, probably won't be happy. They've turned it to $1.65 <laughs> in their face. Uh, Sally Pops at $23. Hope in your heart at $7.50. Roots is a scratching. Runs Wednesday, 12 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Air to air. Runs here, not the midway. Nash, one kilo over at $9. Chilco Lake is a $15 chance. Mystic Mermaid at $4.40. And Artie's Aura is a scratching. No deduction for it. Uh, well, this is a fresh market. They put it up 165. They took 165. They turned it into 160. That bet, as I said, were taken at 8.15 and 34 seconds at 5000 at $1.60. They said, thanks for that. You want any more on it? It's now a dollar sixty-five. Uh, as much as two twenty-five given about it. So if you took the two twenty-five on Wednesday, you're on it at a dollar ninety-one. Wouldn't think there'd be any breakneck tempo here, Brad. What are you saying? No, Mystic Mermaid uh, probably likes to find the front. Uh, I thought she was pretty good there in a similar role there last start, trying to trying to pinch it. That's probably her ghost. Sally Pops will keep her company, and then the rest just file in behind. So pretty straightforward map here, Duff. Yep. Um, we all saw what happened the other day, and I can't comfortably say that uh, Frumos was definitely going to beat Hope in Your Heart the other day. They were both going as well as each other at the time, so I'll leave it to the interpretation, and the only interpretation I can give you is $1.65 and $7.50. So, lean to Hope in Your Heart, price factor only, to beat Frumos, who looks a very nice mare, uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, six, air-to-air. Yeah, I'm not sure this is the right race for her, uh, but uh, that was a huge win at Newcastle. Charles, been nice since, but uh, yep, yeah, 
uh, you'd like to see her put two together. And Mystic Mermaid will give a bit of cheek from up the top. Four, two, six, and eight. Two, four, six, eight for me. Frumos on top. So, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary there. Door 65, though, does that suggest that Tab are inclined to maybe just take her on a touch? That's top of the market. So, something to, yeah, to you, wait if you. You can't beat a dollar fifty-five at the moment, and they are a dollar sixty-five. That's right. So maybe that suggests that we could potentially get better. There, I suggest. But anyway, uh, Frumos on top. She was stiff last time out. Uh, she's a mare certainly on the up four. Hope in your heart uh, for the case that Ronnie made. Come through the same race. Um, had no luck herself, and you'd like to see her uh, make a little statement here. Listen to Kerry Parker uh, in the interview a little bit earlier with you guys. He doesn't really know what to aim up. Uh, with her, but I guess there's options aplenty. Six air to air. Well, hopefully she doesn't give away five lengths at the start. She can't afford to do it in this company. Uh, but now she's got that that extra win or that another win. Uh, maybe she can go right on with it. And Mystic Mermaid uh, makes her own luck and probably doesn't have the class of the likes of Frumos. Uh, but when you make your own luck, uh, yeah, you're hard enough to run down. Two, four, six, and eight. Okay, uh, came to see uh, all these girls walk into the yard today for the second race and hope in your heart, Darren Flindell is, is with her as well. Four, hope in your heart for Darren to beat two Frumos, eight Mystic Mermaid and six Air to Wear. So it's four, two, eight and six for Darren in race number two. Race three, Rose Hill Gardens, Munns. We move on to the uh, the Goffs Orby Sale Handicap and this will be a benchmark 78 up over the 2,000 metres. Uh, number three, She's a Man Eater comes out, leaves the field at 10. Yeah, and our favourite is Born a King here, a top here, $2.70 in from a best of four sixty. so with no deductions, you're on it at $4.60 if you bet on Wednesday. Sky Max at $151, she's a man-eater out, no deduction. Head of State, the offside bubble chick, it comes off and it's an $11 pop. Il Afare at $6, Corn Crake at $18, Dr Evil at $17, First Light. The Norton bit goes on, but the cross nose band and the lugging bit both come off and it's a six dollar chance rondino at ten dollars rebel county is a twelve dollar chance and oz legend at this stage here we are half over at nine dollars uh one of the better back runners on the card here born a king as i said 460 uh firmed every single day 460 wednesday 390 thursday 320 friday 270 today and very very popular at that price there it is ten times as popular as its nearest rival which is Rondino, who has basically been unchanged at $10 since Wednesday. Now, central viewers can take a look at the racing and sports speed map to see where these horses might settle. What are you thinking here, Brad? Yeah, well, if you like Born a King, uh, he should get every possible chance. If he's not one out, one back, he's probably just a pair further back than that. So as far as the top end, you've got Rebel County, uh, your designated leader sliding to the front, and probably Sky Max. I know he went back there, or he was ridden more conservatively first up, but Ellen Hennessy, outside the leader, uh, surely they roll forward and, and just sit on the leader's shoulder here out to 2,000 metres, Duff. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it's a pretty, um, pretty s simple map, really. Um, the, the market's gravitated, obviously, and understandably to Borna King here. He's in great form. Uh, looks a beautiful race for him. Perfectly placed. The claim's astute. And although it's a Wallerathon here, I think he's the pick of them. Um, Ilafara is... Let me down a little the other day. I thought she'd just finish off that little bit better, but maybe 2,000 metres. Uh, one more chance for her supporters. First light just tags them beautifully along the inside. 2,000 metres suits him as well. Third up. And head of state. Uh, he is a head of state. He is... Uh, um, 
He's been back to the trials twice. Um, it's D-Day for him on a drier track here today, and he could put his hand up. I had the bubble cheeker offside uh, on, not off, Glenn. Um, bubble cheeker offside. I don't know. We'll check that one. Uh, oh, I had him... Right, I'll just check it. I could have said oh, I, uh, I could have written off instead of on. Yeah, it might have been offside. Offside bubble yeah. cheeker, I think. Anyway, we'll sort that out. One, five, eight, and four. I'm with him too. Borna King, one, eight, five, and nine. Uh, I've got a Waller trifecta. Borna King, uh, he was great there last start. That was in Melbourne. He was seven weeks between runs. Just found one better. You go back to his win prior to that over this same track and trip. Uh, Racing HQ. And it was dominant, wasn't it? So if he repeats that, he wins. And I think that's where the market confidence is coming from. Eight first light. Nice sense of timing about him. Fourth up, 2,000 metres. Wasn't necessarily suited there last start, given he was 1,800 metres back to the mile. He gets a lovely camp on the leader's back and gets his chance to go a couple better. Illafar coming through that same race as first light. Looked well suited out to 2,000 metres. And also, the same can be said for Rondino. Uh, he poked home okay quite well there last start. And he too has been racing like he wants this trip. So one, eight, five, and nine. Okay, numbers for Darren Flindell. Uh, race three at Rose Hill Gardens. Eight, first light to be one born a king, five Illafar, and four head of state. So eight, one, five, and four. If you want to be with Darren in race three today, let's get on to race number four, the San Domenico Stakes meeting. And Munns will have race four as our midway this afternoon, a benchmark 72. And we're going over the 1300 metres. Yeah, and it is offside bubble chica on head of state, not off. I've written off twice instead of uh, offside. Okay, let's have a look at the midway where Oxford Tycoon is not there, so the deduction is one set the win and nothing the place. Noble Soldier is a $6 chance. High Baller at $13. Oakfield Arrow looking for back-to-back midways. It's an $11 chance. Leave Me Alone, oh, sorry, Leave Me Some at $6.50. All Machiavellian is out, no deduction. Nick Tock at $15. Diamond Diesel. Now, Dylan Gibbons will only claim two kilos here, not three. It is a $5 chance, and that price makes it favourite. I see things at $9. Bud War is out. Two cents a win and nothing the place. Super is a $34 chance. Kimberly Rain is out, runs at Kembla, no deduction. Loving Silla, scratch from Kembla, runs here with a tongue tie on at $21. Herb or Herb with a nose roll on and the synthetic hoof filler off at $8.50. A Beulah at $7.50. Critical time with the blinkers on and the visor off at $41. Then we go to Rapidity and it is a $51 chance and air to air. Out she runs in the second, 11 cents a win and 11 cents a place because as of 10 to 7 this morning she was in the field. Uh, right, uh, let's have a look at the, uh, the betting here and most popular runner is Diamond Diesel, 5.50. Uh, best given already. That was after the scratching of air-to-air into $5 this morning. Second pick would be High Baller and it's unchanged at the 13, a best of 15. Third pick not much between a Beulah, uh, which was has already been eight to seven fifty today, as much as twelve. But about it, uh, Noble Soldier, money for it, money for I see things. Who's adrift today? Eight fifty at the nine, but uh, it was a best of twelve dollars, uh, and money for Herb as well. I suppose, Brad, we look at the racing and sports speed map. Uh, uh, Abuela, I don't really worry about where Abuela's settling here, maybe. 
Yeah, she'll be handy, won't she? I think the scratching of Boudoir, though, is a significant one here as far as the tempo of the race goes. I originally had this pegged as a, a fast tempo. You can probably downgrade that a peg now. Uh, Nick Tock does look your designated leader. Abula not far away. Oakfield Arrow not far away. I know a few maps have high baller going forward, potentially, uh, but will he have the speed over 1,300 metres to do that? I guess that remains to be seen, Doff. Yeah, tricky race. Uh, very tricky race, and you're right, that is a significant scratching uh, of boudoir as far as the uh, the pressure of this race is concerned. Maybe Nick Tock decides to take it off up, but uh, back to 1,300 today. I quite like I see things here. I know a, a bit's got to go right for her. She showed more speed in that trial the other day, travelling strongly, but um, and she has led in a past life. Uh, I don't know what their tactical move will be here, but I, she did win first up, and then I thought there was little excuses there the other day. Loved that tick over trial since, and just looks a nice option, a midway race for a, a mare like her, and you're getting half a price anyway. I think I want to, I'm desperate to have a look at this high baller. Uh, first up, how forward is off one soft trial on the poly track. Uh, I like these horses that have gone to a spell with a couple of wins under their belt, and it's a winnable race for him, although short of his best distance, but he, he has performed very uh, well fresh in the past, and that little bit of rain this morning won't hurt him. So if there's any push for him late, I want to be with him rather than against him. Uh, another very good long shot here is Loving Silla. Now, I've just had a couple of looks at her trials and she just had a little bit to offer and she's also got some solid fresh form. They've scratched her from Kimball today and I'm very wary of her just launching over the top of them late here at Big Odds. And I'll throw in two noble soldier who He's another one. Could go forward today. And he his last run was a beauty um, considering circumstances and pattern on the day. Another one I want to mention here, and he should be 100 to 1, I, I was shocked he's into 34, is Super. Now, he was very good at 1,000 first up, and I want to be forgiving last time, and, and on the backup in a race like this, back to a midway, he, he might put his, head in the, his number in the frame somewhere. 9, 3, 13 and 2. I found her as well here, Duff. I see things 9 to 8 and 15. So John Thompson's only been in these midways for a couple of weeks. And we hope he lands the cash. Uh, Brad Whittup, Gary Portelli and Annabelle Neesham are the trainers that are no longer eligible. So I see things. Um, she was a great winner there first up, wasn't she? Beating quick tempo. No luck second up. Uh, well placed to atone here. And as Duff mentioned, that tick over trial since was very, very sharp alongside a Group 1 winner in Emily. Two, Noble Soldier. I uh, thought he was the pick of them as far as those coming through the midway last start uh, because he just didn't find himself in the right part of the track. He's got exposed midway form. All he has to do is run to his level again and that puts him in the finish. Diamond Diesel, fascinating runner. Uh, he's probably short enough but listening to Adam Duggan uh, this morning guys, the fact that he's kind of been tempted to come here maybe a run or two earlier than he normally would to get in with a little bit of a, a lighter weight uh, says everything about his placement and 15 Abula. I do think she's very much a coming winner. She put the riding on the wall there first up don't completely love the 1,100 metres straight to 1,300 metres, uh, but whatever she does here, certainly stick with her. 9, 2, 8 and 15. Okay, race four here and looking at the, the numbers for Darren Flindell. Darren's with nine.
I see things across the board here. Nine to beat eight, Diamond Diesel. Two Noble Soldier and four Oakfield Arrow. Nine, eight, two and four. Thanks to Ray Thomas. He must be at Rose Hill Gardens already. He says it's raining at Rose Hill uh, at the moment. So more rain arriving at Rose Hill uh, as we speak. Let's get on with this preview. Race five. Uh, this is the uh, the Schweppes handicap here. Fifth on the day here, Munns. A benchmark 100. And they'll all run all 10 over the 1,400 metres. Another point one of a mil of rain at Rose Hill since we started. Up to 2.6 mils of rain now with that live weather tracking system. You'll find it at australianturfclub.com.au. Uh, the Schweppes, about time for one at 8.31 actually. Uh, Angel of Truth here, a $15 chance. Elias at $34. Lure Me In at $19. Purple Sector at $19. True Detective with the blinkers on at $9.50. Blazer Trail at $5.50. Turn on the charm. Scratch from Caulfield to come here with a tongue tie on at $13. Arctic Thunder with the blinkers on at $14. Old Flame, $4.20. And Grace and Harmony, your favourite, at $3.10. A very, very good battle since Wednesday between the bottom two here, Old Flame and Grace and Harmony. Old Flame, $5 into $4.40 by Thursday. Sat the $4.40 right the way through to this morning, where it's $4.40 into $4.20 today. Grace and Harmony. Four dollars all the way into two ninety. It's two ninety out to three ten this morning, uh, but significantly more money. In fact, three times the amount of money uh, on Grayson Hamid today than Old Flame. But Old Flame is in. Grace and Harmony is out. They totally dominate here. They're three times as popular as the nearest rival, which is actually Turn on the Charm. A best of 17, give it about it now, 13. And then back to the toppy and Angel of Truth. is 17 into 15 this morning after as much as $21 was bet about it. Some horses we know pretty well here. Brad, how does your map look? Yeah, we do. I guess you've got a couple coming up from Melbourne, uh, which throws a little query into the mix here. But turn on the charm. That Melbourne Raider does look the, the logical leader. True Detective follows it across the city outside. Purple Sector won't be far away. And we did see Angel of Truth uh, leader Chipping Norton first up last campaign. That was over the mile, so 1,400 metres. I guess they have a look. Uh, if they want to go crazy, then it'll just take the park in behind it. It certainly won't be worried uh, by this little extra mill or two around at the moment here, Duff. Yeah, it's a strange-looking race. It's a, it's a tricky little uh, affair, although I think most are still gravitating down to the bottom here. Um, Old Flame, first up for 112 days. He won his recent trial. He's had two of them. Uh, second Aussie prep, which I always love, like what he did last prep, and I think he might be sharp enough. Um, he, I just want the tick off in the yard before you actually bet. If he's not right um, she's going to start pretty short here uh, number 10 Grace and Harmony who is the danger. Just trying to read between the lines this morning Christian's pretty confident with her saying she's a good mare and he's not too worried about the, the class rise with that weight and he would have he done his form. A six blazer trail will hate this mill rain this morning and those two mills overnight so he's there's a negative with him this morning and Angel of Truth might be licking his lips, just slowing a few of these faster horses down. Um, his two trials are great. He's beautifully graded. And we, you know, just look at the races he comes out of. Uh, four Group 1 was uh, last preparation where he was far from disgraced. Nine, ten, six. be very careful of one.
Yeah, if we can get another 15 mils at Rose Hill this morning, <laughs> no, that'd be lovely for, for Angel of Truth. But I'm with him here. I know it's been three and a half years since he last won. That was the 2019 ATC Derby. But as Duff Connor referenced, he's a horse that's raced pretty much exclusively in group company since then. And a lot of those were group run races. He's passed two fresh runs. I think he made a case that they were the, the best runs of his campaign. Uh, last prep, we already touched on that he, he competed in the Group 1 Chipping Norton, only beaten a length by very elegant there, finishing third. And prior to that, uh, he smashed the line at Caulfield, the preparation prior behind Sierra Sue, first up over the 1,400 metres. It was on a dry track. So the cherry on top is how well he's trialled this time back. So I think he's sharp enough to, to cope with the 1,400 metres, particularly in this company. So at the price, happy to be in his corner each way. Uh, each way. Ten, Grace and Harmony, nobody the run there first up. It was a beauty in an unsuitably run race. Uh, she put the writing on the wall that she's returned particularly well. Nine, Old Flame, nice and fresh, gets the run of the race, did good things in his first Australian campaign and can only build on that and have also got Blazer Trail in the mix. Likeable setup for him, nice and fresh, dry-ish track. Uh, he would prefer a bone-dry deck uh, but yeah, as I say, there's a few things in place to suggest that he can run up to his best. One, ten, nine and six. Okay, good race, race five. Darren's numbers for the fifth race on the day and uh, he's with number one one Angel of Truth as well. Found him here. Number one Angel of Truth for Darren to beat 10 Grace and Harmony, 9 Old Flame and 2 Alias. Good odds here. 1, 10, 9 and 2 for Darren in race number 5. Race 6 at Rose Hill Gardens today, Munns, is the Ned Whiskey Handicap. A benchmark 78, 1100 metres and fire. Another one of our shorties on the day. Yeah, we start with a couple of scratchings here. Conscript outruns in the last 14 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Liberty Sun, the same outruns in the last two cents a win and nothing the place. Rubenocchi is a $6 chance. Quick Tempo at $3.70. Fire, $1.85 and favourite at that price. Van Giz is at $26. Cattersby outruns in the last, no deduction. Monday Ditto at $18. Lady Brook with the bar plates on, but Joe said very lightweight bar plates, Ronnie. Mm. Um, uh, at $17. Riva del Sol at $26. Belieber is out two cents a win and one cent to place. And Curtis Island for Bobby Pierce is a $21 chance. Uh, most popular runner here is Fire. Uh, a best given of 230, but that was with conscript in the race. So um, it was 190 earlier today. Now 185. Uh, clearly, it's three times as popular as Quick Tempo, uh, who's been a firm uh, from yesterday through to today. 423.8370. Uh, they're clearly ahead of the next pick, which is actually Monte Ditto, who's 17 out to 18 this morning. And next pick, you'd go back to Rubenocchi. All laws on the favourite here, Brad. Where does he find himself? He should find himself close enough, if good enough, if he's not outside the lead and he's a horse with a bit of toe, he's just going to park in behind. It probably depends how aggressive they want to be on Lady Brook uh, from a couple of draws outside of him. But Rubenocchi does look the leader. Uh, catch me if you can, Rose Hill 1100. Beta speed should be pretty genuine and I guess all eyes will be on quick tempo, uh, hoping he doesn't do what he did last start and, and miss the start by five lengths. Father's Day soon. Give us your best dad joke, Lionel. Really? No. You'll find brilliant gift ideas for dads at Bing Lee, like wireless headphones, Bluetooth speakers, smartphones, Nespresso coffee machines, smartwatches, and remember, what dads want most is a simple phone call. Okay, everyone call Lionel. No! It was a dead joke. Might be your kids. You think? Nah. Bing Lee, better living every day. From the boxes with Saturday Night Greyhounds. On race
races one to six at Wentworth Park, back a winner on the tote and its winnings paid. Plus, your stake back is a bonus bet up to $25. Yup, that's right. If your dog wins, get paid out. Plus, your stake back on races one to six at Wentworth Park this Saturday night. Tab, download the app today. Excludes WA residents. First online tote, win bet only. TNC's a website. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1800 858 858. Introducing Australia's most wanted. Unanimously judged as Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6. Winner of Wheels Car of the Year. And the Kia Sportage. Drives Car of the Year. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. Heads up, punters. The Sticky and Smoky crew are at it again. But this time, it's all about the Supercars Big One. Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue are giving you and a mate the chance to win a VIP experience for two at this year's Bathurst 1000 with full weekend hospitality packages, grid walk, track lap and accommodation included. To enter, simply go to stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au and register your details. And make sure you keep an eye out for Sticky and Smoky in your local IGA. Supercars never tasted so good. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. Activate to get Tabs' best starting price guaranteed. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Now, where were we? That was no fault of yours, Ronnie, or Brad's, or Munn's. No fault of anyone's. I think we were up to, Ronnie, your, your tips for race six, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, whatever IPN idol means, that's what happened to me. So, <laughs> and I, I don't know what was uh, happening. Ron, did you power uh, it down? I did, and it worked. Would you believe? Switch it on and, and off. Power yes. it back on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well done, Ron. Uh, I've never. My first problem with one of these, Glenn. It's only since you got your new one. Uh, look, I am. It's it's probably not a betting race for me. It's a bit of a nothing race. But I'm, I have to be with Fire here. He's a sharp horse. I think he's better around a bend, and uh, I think he's hard enough to beat. He arrives here third up. Uh, quick tempo, enormous run considering the uh, circumstances last start, and the bias. Um, got a bit of weight though. Uh, Ruben Oki, what you see is what you get. She'll go out, um, give you a good run for your money, and throw in Rivendell Soul, I reckon, is going better than what her film, form suggests, and 51 and a half appeals to me here. Five, four, three, and ten. Yeah, the market has this race well cornered, doesn't it? Five, five on top. Whether you want to play at a dollar eighty-five, I think it's probably on the skinny side, uh, given that he has got quick tempo there. As a genuine contender, uh, he does look a likely horse to, to keep progressing through the grades. Comes out of a, a pretty deep benchmark eighty-four down the straight at Flemington last start, where he just got lost in front and pretty much threw it away. Four quick tempo. Uh, his run was there for everybody to see last start. I think he's very much got the hoof on the till. If he behaves today, uh, he produces the same turn of foot. He's going to be mighty hard to hold out with James doing the steering three Rubenocchi I imagine they just take no prisoners here uh, and try and scoot along Rose Hill 1100 metres that's the way to ride her for speed we saw that two starts ago winning over this same track and trip and nine Ladybrook two starts ago did beat uh, Rubenocchi and then I don't think was necessarily suited out to the 1200 metres last start so she can bounce back five four three and nine Darren's numbers race six at Rose Hill Gardens uh, Darren's with number five fire to beat four quick tempo three Rubenocchi and eight Monte Dito five four three 
and eight. Can you imagine the thrill and bragging rights of owning a runner in on the road to qualify for the Melbourne Cup? Well, that dream can now be a reality with the Racing League. The horses called team captain and trained by Matt Kamani now firmed into $41 to win the Melbourne Cup. This truly is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to live that Melbourne Cup dream. It all starts for team captain today at Caulfield in the listed Heatherly Stakes, building towards that first Tuesday in November at Flemington. The amazing thing is you can still buy into this going concern and own your share of team captain and have a runner on the road to the race that stops a nation. You can own your share of team captain for just $260, then $20 bucks a month to cover all costs. Simply go to trl.net, AFSL license number 223671. Now we had a break, can we just keep on rolling here? Uh, otherwise, we won't get through this program. Let's get on to race number seven here uh, at Race of Guns this afternoon. First, look at the Quaddy Muns. Some interesting types resuming here in uh, the Drinkwise Handicap Benchmark 75, race seven over the 1,500 metres. Yeah, talking of resumers, our top uh, couple, top three actually, are all returning from a break here, starting with Calipore at $6.50, Caboche at $34, Tampering at $34, Too Big Fari at $26, Canasta at $16, Main stage at 71. Yukon at 15. Kalino $3.70. AC Express at $8.50. Arnaker is out. Five cents a win and five cents a place. El Rocco is out. Seven cents a win and eight cents a place. Grisilli Styler at $10. Mahagoni at $34. And Waterford is our $3.50 favourite. Um, most popular runner here is Waterford. Uh, he's firmed. Uh, he was went up a four dollar chance. Uh, he was three seventy yesterday, three fifty uh, for this morning, and he's around about uh, a quarter of the investment here, just under double the investment on its nearest rival, which is actually its stablemate, Grassilli Styler. As much as twenty three dollars given about it was thirteen dollars uh, last night, nine dollars fifty out to ten dollars this morning. Third pick would be... Uh, can, uh, no, actually, Carlapore, and uh, this horse went up sixteen dollars. It wasn't there for long. It was into six fifty by the following day, and bounced between six fifty and seven since then. And then Canasta is the next pick, and one out wide here, Mahagoni, one hundred and fifty-one into thirty-four. Waterford here, Brad. What do you see happening when the gates open? Well, I think he's probably worse than midfield, but there's a lot of speed here. It promises to be a race that's going to be pretty genuinely run. Canasta, he's a lead-at-all-costs kind of horse, but you've got AC Express drawn underneath him. Tampering takes the trail. You've got Yukon coming across from a wide gate main stage. Uh, likes to get rolling, albeit out to 2,000 metres and too big far. I guess there's a question mark there uh, regarding the booking of Nash Willa and the wide gate. So pretty genuinely run race here, Duff, I'd expect. Yep, intriguing race. Intriguing intriguing race. I'm interested to see what the pros and the big computers do with Waterford the last 15, 20 minutes of betting. Uh, that might tell the tale. Um, you know, he, he, he's hard horse to price. Look, I might have got this race, I might have this race completely wrong, but I, I think he's the wrong price, Yukon. I know he got an absolute gift winning last start, uh, but he still won, and he won over probably an unsuitable distance, and I think he deserves more respect in the market than what he's getting. Like, he, the, the form out of the race is strong, um, with a few winners already, and Grace and Harmony well fancied today, and I reckon he can just slot in with all this speed into fifth or sixth, and uh, I think he, well, maybe with a bit of rain around, it might be, you know, three or four off the fence down the straight, and that's where he's going to be. So, yep, I'm quite comfortable 
um, probably going out wide here and it's not obvious because he, like I said, of all those favours last start, but he, that's but hasn't been factored in the market that he won it. Um, Waterford, yep, uh, looks a nice horse in the making, um, but you know um, you're betting on Boom. Um, Kalino is there, Johnny on the spot again. In a beautiful map here for him, and Carla Pur's interesting yard watch here. Uh, what he did first up last preparation at Hawkesbury was was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a funny race. Because silly style was overs, and um, uh, certainly not hopeless. Seven, fourteen, eight, and one. I've gone with him here, Waterford, 14, 8, 12 and 1. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon at the first or second stop, I guess you could say. I think he's a horse that will progress through the grades. And I did take um, Chris Waller's comments this morning, um, yeah, quite on board. He said that he's the horse here that's probably got the most scope to go forward, but he is only two starts in his career and he does come off a maiden victory of the midweek. So you've got to keep it in perspective. Um, I love the way he's trialled and I think he's just a horse that is, is pretty smart. So eight, Kalina, the stalemate, looks a logical threat. Uh, he's up and running. He maps to camp in behind what is going to be a genuinely run race. James McDonald, 1,500 metres, perfect scenario for him to go back to back. 12, Grusselis Styler, uh, was the one that the market did miss originally. He was very good there. First up behind Arnica, pretty much got turned sideways halfway down the straight. Second up last preparation did beat Diamel and won Carlapur. Uh, 1,500 metres might be on the sharp side for him, but he'll be doing his best work through the line. 14, 8, 12 and 1. Interesting race. Uh, looking at uh, Darren Flindell's numbers for race number 7 on the day. First leg of the quaddy and Darren's with 14, Waterford to beat 8, Colino, 1, Carlapur and 12, Grassilli Styler. 14, 8, 1 and 12 for Darren in race 7. Race 8, the first of our features here, the Bowman's up and coming stakes. Group 3, three-year-olds here, Munns, over the 1,300 metres. Yeah, we start with Williamsburg here, who's a $13 chance. Basquiat, uh, with James McDonald, one kilo over at $6. Charlatan is an $8 chance. Lethal Thoughts at $8.50. Ringmaster at 12 Back rower out, $0.07 cents a win at $0.08 cents a place. Golden Mile with the blinkers off at 21 Caboo at $4. Uh, we've got Hell I Am out, and the deduction there is $0.05 cents a win at $0.05 cents a place. Voldemort at $34, and Conqueror, our favourite, at $3.50. Most popular runner only just is Conqueror. Uh, went up three dollars Monday, three fifty Wednesday. Got to three eighty, uh, back into three fifty, and that three eighty to three fifty was with the scratching a back row of this morning. Stays three fifty. Second pick is Lethal Thoughts, as much as fifty one dollars. Bet about it all in. Went up seven dollars fifty Wednesday. Got to ten. It's back into eight fifty. Third pick is Caboo. Um, was four into three ninety very early this morning, and three ninety back out to four. So far, they are the top three. Speed here, Brad. I suppose Caboo is going to come across from the outside. Is he our likely leader? He certainly is. Uh, a big scratching uh, for mine is Hell I Am here. Only the five cent deduction, as Munns said, but uh, changes the shape of this race because he will look the only real horse that could apply any pressure up front to Caboo. So I imagine he's going to be quite popular. Getting complete control, you're probably left with maybe Ringmaster punching up and keeping him honest at least in the first couple hundred metres. But I think ultimately happy to take a trail outside of that. Uh, there's a lot of horses here that will just be allowed to find their feet. I guess maybe you could throw Lethal Thoughts into the mix. He's pretty versatile in terms of where he settles and maybe uh, the door is ajar for him to go forward here, Duff. But Caboo, every chance.
Yep, uh, I thought he was the better of the day. Um, I like him. He um, Hopefully the pattern's to his advantage here. If it's not, he's still in front and can steer to the perceived. Uh, Regan can just uh, steer him to the perceived best going anyway. So I think he'll win. I think it's ideal. Run under his belt, back to 1,300. Um, yep like him. I'm not saying he's the best horse in the race. Um, the two Waller Colts look good. Conqueror probably better peaking third up. Basquiat is a huge query uh, as far as market and parade's concerned but uh, these tickover horses from Queensland always should be respected and uh, actually I should have, I was, I've got Charlatan in front of Basquiat for third and fourth um, I've always been a big fan and he's, he has to be running on strongly here. 1300 first up to be right on track. Um, I like 8, 8, 11, 3 and 2 yeah, I think odds I'm happy to go ringmaster here. Um, what are we, twelve dollars at the moment? So that big price has been uh, nibbled away at. But I think he's beautifully placed here first up, especially with the speed coming out of the race. He's just going to camp on the back of the leader, and from there get his chance. He did some good things as a two-year-old. I thought his run the JJ Atkins was an absolute cracker. I know he ran seventh and he was beaten two lengths, but he was right there into the last fifty or hundred meters, and he was posted wide the trip. So the first time in his career, he's actually drawn a gate, uh, and of course trained by the same stable uh, who prepared Tiger of Malay to win this race 12 months ago and it's off a very similar preparation. 11 Conqueror haven't dropped off yet. I still believe that he's a very smart galloper. Did enough there first up. Uh, it was a pass mark I thought. You can only improve off that. I just think he's very short in what is a pretty competitive race. Kaboo uh, out in front rolling. Sets up nicely out to the 1300 metres second up and Basquiat. Whether he's going to be sharp enough for the 1300 metres I guess remains to be seen but he's a pretty smart colt himself. 5, 11, 8 and 2. Darren's numbers for the up and coming, calling all the action. And Darren's with two Basquiat, and he's keen, one of his best of the day. Two Basquiat to beat eight Kabo, 11 Conqueror, five Ringmaster, two a special to beat eight, 11, and five. Race nine is the Furphy San Domenico Stakes, a great honour roll of sprinting three year olds have won this race over the time months. Set waste plus penalties, group three, 1100 metres. Good race. Yeah, and we've got a shorty at the top here, best of Bordeaux, back after running a place in the slipper, of course. He's a $2 chance. Swiss Exile at $11. Promito at $13. Rise of the Masses with the earmuffs pre-race off at $34. Natuno down from Brisbane at $5.50. Seven acres out. Two cents a win and one cent to place. Zuccarino uh, undefeated at $8. Cannonball with the blinkers on at $34. Spacewalk at $9. Sweet Ride at $41. Buenos Noches. Scratch from Kembla to run here. Throat in the deep end at $41. And Ebha out three cents a win and two cents a place. He's been very, very popular all week. Best of Bordeaux, two fifty the all in, two forty Wednesday, into as short as two twenty Thursday, went back to two forty yesterday, was into two dollars last night, and stayed two dollars with Sevenac being scratched this morning. Four times as popular its nearest rival, which is Zuccarino, and it's a breath in front of Promito. Well, Brad, what a fascinating uh, map how this race will work out. Yeah, it's going to be interesting in the first couple hundred metres, isn't it? So you've got some speedy horses drawn underneath Best of Bordeaux and looking at the likes of Cannonball, Natuno, although I believe there is some intent to maybe ride him with some cover, Rise of the Masses and Swiss Exile. That said, uh, I think if Best of Bordeaux wants the front, he will get it because as we saw as a two-year-old, he's a very, very fast galloper. Yeah, well, yeah, let fast horses be fast, they say. Uh, look, he's the forgotten horse here, Zuccarino. He's a beautiful horse, this. He's a beautiful horse. So I'm happy to be on him. Um, 
at the odds here. Just think he gets the nice run behind. I think, obviously, best of Bordeaux is a deserved favourite. There's no indication that he hasn't improved again looking at his trials. Promito is very interesting. Um, I see a good run from him. Whether he's sharp enough for 1,100, I don't know, although he did win a 900-metre race at his first start. Uh, but... This is a different kettle of fish. And five in the tuna. Uh, look, you've got to believe Tony Gollum when he talks about this horse and untapped being unbeaten. A great little race. 7135. 1573 for me. I'm with Best of Bordeaux, or, or as Bob, as they call him, I believe. Um, he's a speedy galloper, isn't he? So he's got to come back. There's no guarantee that he will, but... I think that recent trial at Rose Hill suggests that uh, he can make that leap into his three-year-old year. Five, Natuno, the, the great unknown, I guess, coming from Queensland. Hard to measure up those form lines, but he can only win, and that's what he's been doing. Zuccarino is the horse that's up and running, and the extra bonus here is he maps to get the run of the race. And a big watch also on Prometo. I don't know where he fits in. I don't know what his best distance will be, uh, but I am convinced that he's a, a pretty handy horse going places. One, five, seven, and three. Okay, um, yeah, great race. Darren's with number seven, Zuccarino as well. Seven, Zuccarino uh, to be one best of Bordeaux, two Swiss Exile and nine Spacewalk. Seven, one, two and nine. Sky Thoroughbred Central. Um, keep an eye on these horses when they come into the yard for the San Domenico. Uh, gents, race ten's a ripper. We finish off with the Fujitsu General Handicap. This is a good benchmark 88 over the 1,200 metres. Yeah, we start with the scratching. Does run, not there. Five sets of win and five sets a place. Easy single out to $1,200 at $9.50. is a $4.60 chance. Conscript at 10 Zushak at 21 Dream Circle at 21 Hellfest is out. $0.07 cents a win at $0.07 cents a place. Shades of Rose, our one seventy five favourite. Tri-State, back as a gelding at $21. Sir Lemur out, $0.08 cents a win and $0.08 cents a place. Mana Nui, back as a gelding and with a cross nose band on at 61 Liberty Sun at $34 and Cattersby. Uh, Ellen Hennessy will only claim one and a half here at $34. Uh, well, she's popular shades of rose, but not uh, truckloaded by any stretch of the imagination. About a third of the total investment here. Second pick is actually Zushak. Third pick is Conscript. And fourth pick is Tri-State. How's the map in the last, Brad? Yeah, it's a hard race to map with any great clarity. Uh, there's a few likely contenders. I've got Shades of Rose uh, leading, as, he, as she did last start, just riding like the best horse in the race. But you've got the likes of Maotai in the race. You've got Zushak there, albeit he's more of a 1,400-metre horse. And even Conscript can go forward if they like. So a race that's open for interpretation as far as the, where, they, where they could settle here, Duff. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Um, as far as these, you know, she's very fast and she's 1,200 metre now, but, and she's still... Eyes are on her at the start, but if Mautai gets a B in his bonnet and these two get at each other, um, it's anything could happen. Um, I've got her on top. I'm disappointed, number one scratch, but I've got her on top. It's hard to tip against her. She's brilliant, but for 1200 first time in this preparation with little worrying signs of other speed, just putting that more pressure on her early than she's uh, than she got the other day, which was an absolute gift. Uh, Mautai. If he can behave himself like he did in the thousand, he's certainly very talented. Conscript is just a winner, and I'll throw in six Dream Circle to do his thing and run on late. Eight, three, four, and six. I've got to go. The best bet is uh, in race number eight. Uh, uh, race eight, number eight, and that's Kaboo. And I think the best value is Zuccarino in race nine. Thank you, Ronnie. Thanks, guys. All right, Brad. What are you thinking? 
All right, I've gone eight, nine, six, and two. Uh, the punters get out. Hopefully, she can do it again like she did a couple of weeks ago. Albeit, this is a race with a lot more depth, but she's a likely type, isn't she? Um, I think the consensus out there is that she'll race her through, way through to group company, so you won't get too many more cracks at her in benchmark grade. Short enough, uh, but she should win again. If it's not her, uh, it becomes wide open. I'll put nine Tri-State in as my second pick. I know he's 46 weeks between runs, but he resumes a gelding. I like the way that he's trialled, I like the way that he maps here, and you go back to his run in the Heritage last campaign, and he was only being 2.7 by Home Affairs, uh, Palalia ran second there, that was back in September, so if he can rediscover that level of form, uh, yeah, look out, six, Dream Circle, I know he's an enigma, but the day we all drop off him is the day we all do something, you know. Good speed here, uh, he'll smoke the pipe, uh, and if he runs those sectionals we know he's capable of doing, uh, there's every chance he could blouse them or at least get into the money, and two, Mautai. A bit of a sticky draw, but he did show first up that he is very much, uh, or he always has been a work in progress, but he's starting to, to work things out and the penny's starting to drop. So eight, nine, six, and two for me. In the last, as far as the best bet goes for me, I've gone race seven, number 14, Waterford. I think he could be one of those horses that we look back and think, well, we were getting $4 in a benchmark 78 uh, with 53 three and a half kilos maybe in a couple of months time so i think he is the real deal and value eight five uh, i've gone the way of ringmaster i just think he's, he's one that the market has overlooked a touch lovely draw uh, just camps in behind the speed so he goes in as the best value okay now uh, nick burney uh, wanted to highlight tri-state's replay on form on uh, form on extra last night thank you brad uh, enjoy the day and we'll see you at the races and see you during the week thanks guys will do Good on you, Brad Gray. Numbers there for Darren Flindell. Race 10, he's with number 8, Shades of Rose, to beat 2, Easy Single, 6, Dream Circle, and 3, Mount High. So 8, 2, 6, and 3, the numbers for Darren in the last. Munns, if you're still there, I suppose we... Um, these markets get a bit more serious from 9 o'clock. Can to see what the punters want to do. A few shorties there today. Yeah, that's right, Richard. So there's a bit of tomato sauce there and a couple of the hovering. Uh, Jockey's Challenge. Uh, here's a shock for you. James McDonald's a favourite in the Jockey's Challenge at $1.55. Over Huey Bowman at 7 Sam Clippard and $7.50. Dylan Gibbons and Willie Pike, 13 a pair. Uh, Brenton Abdullah and Nash Willer, 26 a pair. And the Any Other Jockey category is a $10 chance. So Rose Hill Gardens. Um, interesting to see what sort the weather does there. I'll go back to this uh, weather tracking system and tell you, no, we're still sitting on 2.6 mils of rain, so another 0.3 of a mil of rain since the track was uh, rated at 6.30 this morning. So that is it. And uh, we'll be kicking off on Sky Thoroughbred Central at 9.30. The Brisbane preview will start today, so Duff and I will be racing each other to Rose Hill from different directions of Sydney. Good on you, Munns. Speed during the week. Thanks, Richard. Good on you. Glenn Munsey, uh, Ron Doversey, Brad Gray. Hopefully they've dissected the form the right way and uh, find a few winners on this really good San Domingo Stakes program today. But can you imagine the thrill and bragging rights of owning a runner on the road to qualifying for the Melbourne Cup? Well, that dream can now be a reality with the Racing League. The horse is called Team Captain and trained by Matt Kamani has now firmed into $41 to win the Melbourne Cup. This truly is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to live that Melbourne Cup dream. 
It all starts for team captain today at Caulfield in the listed Heatherly Stakes building towards that first Tuesday in November at Flemington. The amazing thing is you can still buy into this going concern and own your share of team captain and have a runner on the road to the race that stops a nation. You can own your share of team captain for just $260 and then 20 bucks a month to cover all the costs. Simply go to trl.net, AFSL license number 223671. Two minutes past nine. We'll take a break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, it's Mark Hunter and Dean Lester back with a look at Group 1 Memsey Day at Caulfield. Introducing the Kia Cars of the Year. Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6. The Wheels Car of the Year. And the Drive Car of the Year. The Kia Sportage. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. Running a trades business isn't all sunshine and rainbows. It's full of spreadsheets and paperwork. That's why I use Fergus. It takes care of all my admin so I can focus on the things I'm actually good at. Plus, it's got a bunch of handy tools to help keep my business under control. You ripper. Fergus Job Software. Tradies swear by it. Visit fergus.com slash radio where you'll get a $200 discount to get you started. Victor Lodorum, new to Dali, an undefeated Group 1 winner at two, winning the same Group 1 as proven sires Wooden Bassett and Siuni. A Group 1 winner at three, winning the same Group 1 as his sire Shamadel, but in track record time. A son of Shamadel from the family of Shamadel, who won the same Group 1 as Shamadel. Victor Lodorum, a Group 1 victor at two and three by Shamadel, new to Dali in 2022. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. Instant cashback on top tyre brands. Call or order online today. T's and C's apply. Eastern Creek slows southbound on the M7 to the Great Western Highway. Now we incident reported on Bryant Street affecting both ways at Rasdell Park. Cogra Roadworks are closing West Botany Street northbound between President Avenue and Green Lane. Get into Dad's good books this Father's Day with Dimmicks. Better still, buy one, get one, 50% off a range of best-selling books. Find the perfect gift this Father's Day at your local Dimmick store. I'm Luke Jamay, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Experience the thrill of racing on Tab Everest Day at Royal Randwick. The Kosciuszko, the world's richest country, races back and gives you the chance to win a share in $2 million in prize money. To enter, buy a $5 Kosciuszko ticket at your local or on the Tab app. The Kosciuszko. Tickets on sale now. Entry open in New South Wales residents only. Visit thecosiosco.com.au for details. Racing New South Wales authorised under New South Wales permit number GOCSC 1051. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1800 858 858. Interstate form preview. Brought to you by Tabs the Lock. New on the Tab app. TNC supply. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers help. 1-800-858-858. Five past nine. Welcome back to the show. Now time to talk all things Caulfield today for Memsey Stakes Day. A, a great support program as well at Caulfield. Soft six at the moment. Um, we spoke to Tim Bailey a little earlier in the day. Maybe some improvement there, but let's check in with the men who are a whole lot closer to the action than we are. Mark Hunter, a very good morning to you. What a good day of racing ahead. 
Morning, Richard. Yeah, it's a beauty. Uh, fantastic Nemzy Stakes, terrific Cockrum Stakes. The three-year-old's back. It's the real, real kick-off point for the spring. Had you done your form for a soft six? What had you done your form for? Yeah, I went and had a look at it Wednesday, and I thought it was probably only a soft six or a seven then. We did have a few showers yesterday morning, and we've had a heavy frost overnight. So I was sort of... I thought it might get to a five or a six, but I, I don't know what impact those little showers had yesterday or the frost this morning. Okay. Uh, with great pleasure, we welcome back a man who, he's been away from uh, this program for a little while, but I'm glad to say he is back with us for the Group 1 program. Dean Lester. Dean, good morning to you. Hello there, Richard. Good morning. Good to be back. What's happening? Oh, not a lot. Looking forward to Group 1 action and uh, timing's right to uh, to uh, rejoin you. A hundred percent and uh, it's great to have you back. Let's dive in, shall we? Nine races and uh, we rip into the program here with um, a benchmark 78 to start the day. Here's nine races from Caulfield today, 25 minutes past midday. Let's go down the board for a benchmark 78 over the 2,000 metres. Uh, one is out. Number two, fifth position is at $10, tab fixed. Number two, Resurge at 19 Four, Shakespeare is at $17. Number five, Somerset Morm in the market here at $8. Number six, Spanish Tides at $11. Uh, seven, Mahashakti is a $61 chance. Eight, Protection Money at $12. Nine, American Angel is a $4 fixed favour. Around that price on the tote as well. Tens out. 11, Kissinger at $17. 12, Storm King at $4.80. 13, Hanadi. $8.50 and uh, $14 here for a good time at $26. So an open enough market to start the day. Dean, you can fire away here. Who are you liking the first? Richard, I thought it was a tricky race to start the program. I'm going with Somerset Morm. I just think he's building to a win. It's going to get a great run here, I think, not that far off the speed. And I'm leaning his way, but without great confidence. Protection money is another one that's coming up quite well. His two runs in have been quite good, and I think he's ready to, to run well. I think of these mares stepping to 2,000, maybe American Angel's the pick of them, but uh, uh, she's next best. And fifth position turned his form around with a win last start. Curtis, if you're a great ride, if he reproduces that, he's got some chance. But uh, not a race I'm that keen on, Richard, to, to start the program. Five, eight, nine, and two. I'm going to take number 12, Storm King here. This is a race where, gee, I think most of these, probably three-quarters of the field won't run 2,000 metres or real queries at it. Storm King, it's had a tough campaign, but it likes the soft. For me, it looks like getting a complete picnic in front, and I think if Patrick Maloney can just make it a staying test from the 600, most of these won't be able to chase it down. To beat number eight, Protection Money, who's had a couple of runs back from the spell, will run the trip. It's a great run from the draw. 11, Kissinger needs luck from that wide gate, but at least will run the distance. And two, fifth position, another one who at least will run the trip, will be back with the big weight, ducking and diving through and running on about 12 could lead all the way. 12, 8, 11 and 2. Let's go to race two at Caulfield. Uh, 1,400 metre Mayor's Benchmark 90. Number one, Bams on Fire is there at $13. Uh, no Sir Lemur here in Sydney um, is out number two. Number three, Mega Mia is in the mix here at $6. Four, Zamawi is at $12. Number five, Lady of Honour is a $3 fixed favourite uh, uh, with the tab and two sixty on the tote. Number six, Ocean Miss at $10. Seven, Saigon, resuming he wouldn't put it past her. Eight, Groovy Kind of Love at five fifty, And number nine, Starlight Scope, an $8 chance. So, Lady of Honour for the Hay Stable here, your favourite for race two. Mark, what are you thinking? Well, I might be wrong with Lady of Honour. I thought it had two soft trials going into that first up run. I'm not surprised that Brent Howard did. 
Now it's got to sit outside Starlight Scope and be too strong at 1,400 metres. So, look, maybe I'm wrong, but I've got a doubt on its fitness, so I'm going around it all. I'm going to tip in an even race, number three, Mega Mia, who was good winning two starts ago, then ridden forward in that sprint race last time. Real messy race, just got beaten. It'll sit back, but be strong at the trip to beat number seven, Saigon. I think Saigon's trolling up really well, and a big weight drop on recent runs will run terrific. Six Ocean Miss, you're guessing a bit how it's going, but, gee, if Ocean Miss can find anywhere near its best form, it can just about sit 1-1 one, one and win the race. An eight groovy kind of love. Really well-weighted 52. It'll run well. It just doesn't win. Three, seven, six, and eight. It's a bit like a debate. I'm in the case four, Lady of Honour here. Uh, she had a couple of soft trials, but whenever... Um uh, the, the invincible jets in a race. It just takes everything out of its comfort zone. I just think she'll travel a lot kinder here. Starlight Scope's a leader, but she doesn't lead hard, and I think she can bounce back here. I thought Saigon's trolled really well, uh, and all of her racing last time in, she was right at the top of the weights. I think uh, down in the weights here can run well fresh. Uh, groovy kind of love with no weight. No luck first up last time in, but that's a bit of the story of her. She gets back and always has to play for luck. And Starlight Scope, I think she's flat running 1,400, but she'll lead. She'll give a good sight for a long way. Uh, I'm going with Lady of Honour to bounce back. Five, seven, eight, and nine. We uh, go on to race three at Caulfield today, and uh, race three is a benchmark 78, going over the 1,400 metres. And down the boards is number one, We Take Manhattan, kicking off the prep here at $41. Number two, He's the Real Deer. Also resuming at $23. Three, Polanco at 19 Four, Surreal Image is at $71. Scratch number five. Number six, So Risque is at $13. Number seven, Pesquero is your favourite here and is a $3.20 fixed favourite with the tab. Number eight, Midships resuming at $81. Number nine, Munhamek is in the mix here, resuming at $12. Takeout number 10. Number 11, El Rocco is at $4.80. Uh, 12 and 13 scratched. 14 Cardinal Gem is right there at 440. 15 I Could Do Better, 19. Scratch number 16. 17 Corona Lad is there at $10. And 18 Kalashani Lad is a $51 chance. So, um, good little betting race. A few at the top of the market here vying for favouritism. Number 7, uh, Pesquero is your favourite here. Uh, Dean for race 3. Yeah, and I think he's one of the really good chances in the race, Richard. But uh, I'm going to go with El Rocco. I think his run last start was good. I thought he was ridden a little bit, maybe a little bit close for him, and it was on drying ground. It was under a good four by that stage. Gets softer ground, but more importantly, it's Jamie Mott, who's got a really good understanding of this horse. So I'm going with him to beat number seven, Pasquero, who should have won last start. He missed the start, got squeezed up, then all the way up the straight was looking for room, never got clear. Uh, 1,400 suits. He's just got to begin cleanly, and he's going to be right in the mix. Six, so risque. Likewise, got too far back last start. Just hope he begins cleanly here with the claim for Will Price. And 14, Cardinal Gem. He's got the capacity to round them up and win, and I don't think the wide draw actually suits him because he, he just seems to get cluttered up inside horses. So three wide with cover, look for him to be charging late. But I'm going to go with El Rocco in a really good competitive benchmark, 78. 11, 7, 6 and 14. Yeah, I like number 14, Cardinal Jim. He certainly will need a bit of luck from that draw. Her ground big, so they're looking to settle midfield at worst. So given that scenario, just needs luck not to be posted out wide doing too much work. But I think the Jimmy the Bear form is terrific. I think with any luck, Cardinal Jim will run them down and win to beat Seven Pashiro, who's didn't have the best of luck last time, looked like was poking through, ready to fire. Now is hard to beat. 11 El Rocco, 
just in great form, getting back onto the softer tracks, got a terrific chance. And three Polanco, who hasn't had much luck in recent times, gets the sting out which it needs, gets Alana Kelly, has got some hope. But I like 14 with any luck. 14, 7, 11 and 3. Takes us on to a, a good open handicap here. Some horses we know for uh, well for race number four. Going over the 1,400 metres. And uh, number one, Just Folk is not there. Number two, Buffalo River is. And he's a $5.50 chance. Number two, Buffalo River. Number three, Banker's Choice resumes, $7.50. Number four, Open Minded. Uh, is at $13. Number five, Rich Hips at 26. Um, six, High Stranger is a $41 chance. Seven, Romancer is at 23. Number nine, Flash R kicks off the prep here at $15. Number nine, Gentleman Roy is also resuming is a $4.80 fixed favourite with the tab currently $3.90 on the tote. Number 10, Winning Partner at $14. Scratch number 11. Number 12, uh, Nicolini Vito is a seven dollar chance. Thirteen's out. Fourteen. I wish I win is right there at five dollars. And fourteen. Poetic Charmer. Big odds here. He is at thirty four dollars. So an open enough market, guys, for race number four. Mark, how are you seeing it? I like Buffalo River to lead all the way here, Richard. This horse came into that first up run off one trial, so should improve a lot off that. That was on dry ground, which is not ideal. It'll get its toe in today. I think. Pretty, I think I'm right in saying it's the first time it's been ridden by an apprentice, so it gets in well with the 57. With Gentleman Roy being underdone, it's not going to dispute the lead, so you've probably only got open-minded. I think Buffalo River can bully its way to the front, dictate the race, and I think can lead all the way here to beat number 14. I wish I win. Last run in New Zealand was a beauty. Recent trial, fantastic. It'll run well. 12, Nicolini Vito. Just think fitter for that last run. John McNeil taking over, gets a beautiful run from the draw. And three bankers' choice, who's a nice horse, troll well, be back ducking and diving and running on hard. But I think two can lead all the way, two, 14, 12 and three. Yeah, I'm going a bit wide here. I, I thought number eight, Flash R, is just such a dynamite horse first up, given an easy trial recently, trialled in the same trial as uh, uh, that I wish I win trialled in at Cranbourne. And uh, I thought he, he did enough there, but his first up form so good that uh, I just thought he had a good chance. He'll need to be, uh, he'll need the speed on to be strong late, but I'm going with him, Nicolini Vito. Just didn't he look like a winner pre-race at Flemington? He looked just as though that run had taken a bit much out of him first up and he probably raced like that, raced a bit keen and then just didn't quicken up. Uh, Winker's come off. He's had the three weeks between runs. I think he can bounce back here on the limit weight. 14, I wish I wins. Trolled up really nicely. His New Zealand form is good and uh, didn't know which way to go with the Moroni horses. I went with Banker's Choice because I think he, he had Group 1 form last time in and looks to have trolled up nicely. 8, 12, 14 and... Three. Okay, working through the Caulfield form here with Dean Lester and Mark Hunter. The crew back together here. Race five, the first of our features. Good group of three-year-olds for the McNeil Stakes. Uh, 1,200 metres, group three three-year-olds down the board. We see the return of number one, Dormier. He's back and he's $9 with the tab here. Number two, Maximilius is at $31. Three, Tijuana uh, is at $31. Number four, Crosswinds, $13. Five, He's Heaven is at 26. Number six, Jackano, right there in the market at $5.50. Number seven, Man in the Mirror at $81. Um, number 
eight, uh, number eight, Atlantis Tycoon at 41. Nine, Lincoln Square at 17. Number 10, Zamborghini is here at $6.50. 11, Superset at $81. Number 12, Aft Cabin, a $2.30 fixed favourite, $2.20 on the tote. And number 13, Squad at $26, scratch number 14. So clearly a, a really good group of three-year-olds here. Um, the yard and how they parade Dean were all going to be watching uh, this bit near stakes and pretty smart types. You're right, Richard. Uh, I think it'll be a, a watch and learn race. Uh, I think Aft Cabin probably deserves maybe favouritism for the Guineas. It's an interesting challenge he's got today. Back in trip, inside draw. But uh, what I do like is both runs, both Warwick Farm and Sandown, that really immediate acceleration so that's going to help him maybe get through and if there's a run come uh, he can he can quicken down into it so i'm going to go with him uh, jack and a horse i wish he'd drawn a bit wider he looks to have trolled up well uh he'll be strong late he likes caulfield tijuana is a horse that uh, i think as the races get longer will be better but i just think he lands in a, a really nice spot here and recent trial was quite sound and Big odds here at Landis Tycoon, but thought he trolled quite well down the straight. Could run a race fresh, but uh, yeah, we'll see how the likes of Dormier, the Blue Diamond winner, measures up as a three-year-old Maximilius through that late autumn form. But uh, it's a terrific race, and we'll know a lot more after it. 12, 6, 3 and 8. I've got the same Cronella just the other way around. I'll tip number 6, Jack, and know who I think looks to be trolling really well. It's going to be buried midfield inside, needing luck at the right time. We've got D-Lane on fire. I think if the gaps come, the horse will be charging here to beat number 12, half Kevin, who didn't beat much last time, didn't run great time, but gee whiz, it was most impressive. Back to 1,200, I don't think it's a concern. Gets a lovely run just behind the speed. Completely agree here, number eight, Atlantis Tycoon. I think it's massive odds. You just don't win like it did on, de- on debut. It jumped, almost led, got dragged back to last and still won the race. It's trolled enormous up the straight. It'll run well. And I'll put number 10, Zambagini in. Its most recent trial was good enough to say it's got some chance. 6, 12, 8, and 10. Get on to uh, a good sprint here. Uh, race number six. First look at the Caulfield Quaddy, the McCafe 1100 metre stakes, set weights and penalties, group three here. Down the board for race number six. Numbers one and two are not there. Number three, Generation, $4.60 with the fixed market. A current 4.30 tote favourite. Number four, In the Boat resumes and is there at $4.80. Number five, Not an Option, $15. Number six, Red Can Man at $4.80. Seven, Shooting for Gold, $11. Eight, Curran, $61. Number nine, The Move. Tony Gollan busy in a few states today at $19. Star Patrol is the current fixed favourite here. Tab number 10 at $4.40. 11, Little Stevie, 23. 12, Bless Her, 18. And uh, 13, Fortunate Kiss at $71. So, Mark, a bit to play out with this market. A few different scores of thought for the first leg of the quarter. Yes, Richard, I'll go number three generation here. I think this horse is trialling fantastic. Uh, Scratch last week from the valley because of the wide gate. It gets a beautiful run here, probably sitting behind in the boat and uh, star patrol. Just getting every chance. Looks like it's ready to go first up to beat number five. Not an option who probably should have nearly won the Goodwood last time. Adelaide bombed the start, didn't have the best of luck getting through. It looks like it's trialling terrific. We'll be running on. Four in the boat, going to have a jump, go forward, be there for a long, long way. And 10 Star Patrol, who you would imagine just follows in the boat across and parks on it and gets a beautiful run. Acid test for this horse looks to be trialling terrific, and I think it's the other winning chance. Three, five, four, and 10. 
Yeah, I like Generation. Uh, I thought he had a good chance last week. They scratched from the wide draw at the Valley, uh, and he's since been to Caulfield and Gallop on Tuesday. Gallop really well, and I think uh, first up, he's a good Caulfield horse, and he's a really good horse fresh. I think he's the one that's really targeted this race. Star Patrol, uh, he's brilliant wins at Flemington were on drier ground than this, and then he was beaten by Passive Aggressive, which uh, certainly reads very well, but whether he's a little bit better on the drier ground would be my query. In the boat, I think he probably will improve off this run and would have preferred drier ground, but the scratchings have taken just a little bit of pressure out of the race, which is going to help him get to, to the front and be there for a long, long way, and Red Can Man over from WA gets a cheap run, came over last year, probably ran a couple of the races that didn't suit, this might be a better option, first up he does look well weighted under the set weight and penalties, 3, 10, 4 and 6. Race 7 at Caulfield today is the Cochrane Stakes, the Mares, Group 3, 1200 metres, number 1, Graceful Girl, resumes at $12, number 2, Kiss on All Four Cheeks with Nick Ryanyard now at $12, number 3, Flying Mascot is at $9. Four's out. Number five, Hellfest runs here at $34. Number six, Zuzarella. Just seems big odds there at $34. Maybe that's because number seven, Passive Aggressive, sits there as a $2 favourite with the tab fixed market. $2.20 on the tote. Exciting there for Graham Begg. Isotope might keep them all honest at $7. Number eight, resuming here. Number nine, She's All Class at $71. Uh, number 10, Throntari at $81. Number 11, Chain of Lightning is at $7.50. 12, Pride of Jenny at $31. 13, Jump the Broom, $61. And 14, Terramia, $151. Well, Dean, she's going to be probably the shortest prize favourite all, all day, passive aggressive, as she looks to make that next little leap into the spring. Yeah, and it's, it is an interesting challenge for Richard because, uh, yeah, she's still coming through the grades and this is a very good mare's race, but she's been outstanding to date. Uh, four from four, uh, her win... Uh, in the Kresic final was magnificent. She gets just that jar out of the ground. And if you need any confirmation of how well she's going, a recent trial at Cranbourne, they just don't trial any better than the way she did. She'll make her own luck here. I think uh, she's the one to beat. Uh, Flying Mascot's a very good mare, and she is the one that I think could really challenge her uh, if there is to be an upset. She was beaten by probably her first up at this track and distance last preparation when she ran second. Then she won two stakes races. She's trialled up well also. 11 Chain of Lightning's unbeaten to date. This is another test for her. She'll come across from a wide draw, I think, probably sit outside passive-aggressive. Whether she's good enough to go on, we'll see today. And uh, Isotope. Fourth in the Stradbroke reads well for this. She's very well weighted under this scale and probably gets a cheap run. But, uh, yeah, really good race. Saying that passive-aggressive is the one to beat. 7, 3, 11 and 8. Not much to add here. I think passive-aggressive will win. I think it will go forward, control the race. Probably the only one that might put some pressure on is number 11, Chain of Lightning, who's got fitness on its side. But, gee, the way passive-aggressive trial, the way it's been winning on soft ground, you think it would just control it, it would lengthen and it would win. To beat 11, Chain of Lightning who should go forward, sit outside it, get a good run, try and run it down, but I don't think it can. Three flying mascot. It's a beauty, this mare. She's trialled really well, sitting just behind them, and then eight isotope, who would be next best. Seven, 11, three, and eight. 
Race 8 at Caulfield today is the Magic Millions Memsey Stakes. Group 1 wait for Rage, 1,400 metres. Some field here down the board. Number 1, I'm Thunderstruck. If you like him, first up, he's $9 fixed with the tab. Number 2, Cascadian is there as well at $8. Number 3, Alligator Blood. All the paperwork's in order. And he runs here. He's a $4.80 favourite. Number 4, Nonconformist, 41. Number 5, Western Empire at $6. Number 6, Callsign Mav, 23. Number seven, Elephant at $61. Eight, Zyrax, $71. Uh, number nine, Dragon Leap at $41. Ten, Lightsaber, $34. Number 11, Elation, $7.50. Twelve, Tefane, $6.50. Thirteen, Jewess appears here at uh, $26. And number 14, Snap Dancer at $10. Alligator Blood, a $4.80 fixed favourite here, Mark, for a very good Memsey. Yeah, I'm going to tip number five, Western Empire. Richard, I think this horse is an absolute star. Having its first go for Danny O'Brien, that first up in last time was unbelievable. It's trial terrific up the back straight at Geelong on soft ground. I don't know where it gets to from the barrier, so it will need things to go right, but gee, it's a good horse to beat. Take your pick. Number one, I'm Thunderstruck, who's trialling terrific, will run well fresh. Two, Cascadian, you can't trial any better than what it did in Sydney. And three, Alligator Blood. Got the sun poking through here. It's going to clear to a beautiful day, so the track just may well dry out, which will suit alligator blood. Maybe a little query on its fitness coming off that interrupted preparation. I'll go five, one, two, and three. I'm going to go with Cascadian. Uh, as Mark just mentioned, uh, they just don't trial any better than he did recently at Warwick Farm in the Animo trial. And uh, he's run very well in these races before, over 1,400 metres, where he's either drawn too far in or the race just hasn't set up well I actually think it sets up okay for him here and I think with just a little bit of luck at the right time he'll run very well but extremely wary of Western Empire as Mark said he just might be a total star it's a little challenge from the draw where he gets to but he'll be strong late and he is a, a beauty uh, 12 Tafane she just never runs badly in these races uh, she's going to land in a good spot uh, she can't be probably improving as a 7 year old mare but she's had 3 jump outs for this and can be competitive and 11 Elation, uh, it's a, a very interesting challenge for him. The stable don't do this very often, put them in the deep end like this uh, without reason, and they've usually got it pretty well right, and his trials have been good. But uh, it's a tr tremendous race, but I like Cascadian and Western Empire principally. 2, 5, 12 and 11. Uh, Dean, what are you, what's your thoughts here on Alligator Blood? I think uh, an improving track could help him. By this stage of the day, will Barrier 1 be absolutely ideal? Uh, he did have a trial at Flemington about four weeks ago when he was allowed to trial and he trialled really well and he galloped at Mooney Valley last Tuesday week and again he galloped really well so I think he's in good form, he'll just need that little bit of luck at the right time but uh, yeah, he go, definitely goes in the quaddy and uh, it'll just be a matter of how the track plays through the day. Okay, last race of the day here race nine at Caulfield for your Cups types, the Heatherly Stakes 1700 metres listed uh, Spanish Mission isn't there number one but number two Delphi is $8, three Shiraz $23. Number four, Chapada, $26. Number five, Darshan Sweet Jr. at 18. Number six, Charlie Rose at 19. Seven, Luna Flair, $9. Eight, No Effort, $6. Number nine, Jimmy the Bear. He's up and going. We know that. He's a $3.70 fixed favourite here. $3.30 on the tote. Number 10, Desert Icon, $12. 11, Emissary is at $9.50. Scratch number 12. 13, Team Captain, 18. 14, Royal Mile, 21. 15, Adelaide Ace, 51. 16's out. And 17, Barbies, Fox, 
at $23. So race nine here, Dean, I suppose we know. Jimmy the Bear has that nice race fitness on his side as a few Cups contenders get the spring underway. Yeah, that's the key to this race nearly every year, Richard. Uh, you've got some often big names and the Spanish mission not there today, but you, then you've got to sort through that this is the run that brings them on to a race like the Naturalism or um, you know, the Turnbull Stakes even in a few weeks' time. But for the here and now, it's those maybe race fit horses. One that I'm tipping is off a short break, and that's Luna Flair. She ran in the Winter Championship final, ran tremendously well there. She's had a fresh and a recent trial was great. I thought that uh, she could run really well here. The dangers of the race fit. Jimmy the Bear, who sits up outside the lead and runs well. No effort won this race last year. It was on a good four and it was just favouring the leaders, whether by the last race she's advantaged, but she's well suited being in front and uh, freshened up. She'll give a great sight. And Emissary's trialled really well for this. Look for him to be closing late. Seven, nine, eight, and 11. I'm going for the uh, 